for the final week of Griffmas in July. It's another success, Griff. Much like last year, we started out rocky and we've grown. We've crescendoed. We're hitting our peak with this final movie, a big movie of your childhood, Nowhere to Run. First off, New York. I am so sorry. I don't know what happened last week. I think explain I, it to the one person who didn't listen to John Wick. I think I know what happened. Oh, so last week, what happened uh, on our John Week? John Week. It was week. It was week. Not the episode, the movie. Yeah, on our John Wick episode, for whatever reason, when I saw the license plate, I popped Pennsylvania plate into my brain, and I could not drop it. Even when Murray kept saying, why do you keep saying Midwest? New York's not the Midwest. And I was like, yeah, Midwest. You had me doubting it. I, like, I had no idea where this movie took place. I thought it was New York. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, was it? And it takes, uh, that was a two-hour episode. It probably takes me 99 <laughs> minutes before Murray finally is like, stop. Why are you doing this? What is this bit? And I was like, what bit? Pennsylvania, New York, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. The city's so so nice they named it once. (laughs) And then I say New York, New York. Oh, my God. It's in the sauce. He was, in Griff's defense, he was eating a peppermint patty, and he thought of York, Pennsylvania. (laughs) That's got to be it. They make peppermint patties. I think what happened, Murray, the pressure. The pressure. Now you know what I'm under. 11 months of the year. 11 months of the year. The other 48 the four weeks. Four people that care about this show. The pressure they put me under. That's right. Not to mention when you come up with tippy taps as well and coordinate tippy taps right. amongst everybody. And guest spots. I do a lot of work for this show, people. Everyone thinks I just roll in and do nothing because Griff takes care of all the technical aspects. No. No. It's a, it's a, it's a partnership. That's right. All right. So, New York, I'm so sorry. You're just so small. We don't get any listens from New York, yeah, so that's what do right. we give a shit? You're so small and insignificant. Nothing meaningful happens there. I've never even heard of anybody from New York. Does anything happen in New York? That's why I left. All their teams are failures. That's why I didn't even think uh, about Overpriced them. failures. The Yankees? Are you kidding me? Don't get me started on the Knicks. When people act like the Knicks are in the same level as the Celtics and the Lakers, like you won two championships and you're miserable fucking Patrick 
You wing. Zero championships. Zero. Zero champion. I wasn't even. I'm almost 50, and I wasn't alive the last time the Knicks won a fucking championship. Were they the the destination of Carmelo Anthony? He did play for the Knicks. Did that? Is that when they finally? He won? played for everybody, and he never got him anywhere. He oh, sucks. Right. Oh, okay. But we're boring, Aubrey. So yes. Sorry. got that out of the way. Is there something else? Because we got a lot to talk about. This is your. Favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, right? It's not my favorite. Of course okay. not. But holy shit, the nostalgia wave hit me. And I know this grade is riddled in nostalgia. Nostalgia. We gave John Wick a C-plus last week. This movie has it all for me. I watched it. It's so fucking good for How me How old still. are you the first time you saw it? Eight or nine. Okay, that fits. Is that an appropriate age to watch uh, uh, this movie? Well, of course. My mom would have no problem <laughs> Would you say this, this is the woods porn of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies? Yeah, I mean, I thought when I got here, I was telling uh, Griff that this is when I tuned out from Jean-Claude because to me, Jean-Claude works best when he's a martial artist fighting another martial artist. Of course. Artist. If there's a tournament involved, mm, ah. Chef's kiss. The choreography, but when, the fighting. This was why John Claude wanted to be an actor. Because he was, I'm trying to think, what was his big movie that, that broke him out? Uh, Bloodsport? What, not really. That was like, that was um, like in our world, that was the Kickboxer? big movie. I'm trying to think like like my mom would know. But it, was it Sudden Death? It, I mean, Sudden Death came, came out two after. years after this. Okay, yeah. So this is a weird movie for me because I don't understand it because it, it's definitely Jean Claude wanting to act. Yes. I don't want my mar- when my martial arts guys start using guns, I tune out. I want to see you just kicking ass. When we did Kickboxer Three a few weeks ago, we kept talking about the joke. The talk that I put the that episode's ready to go up on YouTube soon, and the picture I used for it, fucking. Uh, What's his name? Cliffy or whatever. Uh, uh, the main character from Kickboxer 3. David Sloan. David Sloan. I, what's the actor's name? Do you remember that too? Sasha Baron Sasha, uh, Mitchell. <laughs> Sasha Baron Mitchell. I got him with the Glock, like, <laughs> confusedly cocking it back because that movie turned into a gun movie. Shoot him up, yeah. And yeah, that that's not what we want to see with John claude We want to see him I in his see... high-rise fucking nipple-riding yes. pants Roundhouse motherfuckers. Splits. Splits. Split. No splits in this movie. Murray. We do get buns of steel. We got buns of steel. We got near full frontal of uh, John claude well, We get a lot of talk about his dick. Was that his last butt shot movie? I think it was. That might have been. It's kind of foggy for me. Like I said, I tuned out in the 90s. Sudden so. Death was my last Jean Claude movie. Okay. I, I, it, like, at that when point, did Universal Soldier come out? Because there's a lot of butt in that one. That one, I think, was like 89 or something. I don't think 80. it was that late. It was in the 90s. I don't know when. It was in the 90s. the 90s? I don't remember. But yeah, there was butt in that one. A ton of butt. Yeah. Butt, he went full 70s porn star, butt in tube socks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was walking out of the ice bath, yeah. and he was in the middle of the hotel with the tube socks on. <laughs> Inspired by Rex, probably. Um, but yeah, this movie, there's so many scenes in this that one day when I was like watching it again for the first time as an adult, cause I, I haven't watched this since I was a kid. Yeah. So I watched this like two weeks ago and it, it was, just so did you get back. to explain, I mean, you said last week you told us why, but someone's just tuning in. They didn't, for some reason they didn't listen to the John week episode. Why? What was the issue with this movie with your mom? Yes. I, I, did you get to see to finish it the first time? Yes. No, I got to finish it. Did she just throw it in the trash? See, the thing is, like, when we would rent a movie, you'd only get it for like a day and a half back 
back when I was a kid, that was how our rental store worked. Like, you would get it for a day, and then you would have to bring it back the next night. Right. So when we would rent a movie, we would watch it eight, nine, ten times. Me and my brother were so <laughs> obsessed with John claude Like, we would, we would rent Bloodsport, like, once a month and watch it five times in a day. Cause that that was our fucking like all these kids in their YouTubes and yeah, you know you all the shit. You could do that as a kid. I I could never do that as an adult. Oh my god! No, no, especially yeah, yeah. could not. But as a kid, fuck yeah. yes. Your head's empty as a kid, so you can just fill it up repeatedly. Right. And so uh, there is a couple of nude scenes. So I got through the movie the first yeah. time, and I, like I said, this movie's Woods was porn. That the first titties you saw in a movie before. Probably was. Okay. It probably was. So Rosanna Arquette was. I never. I'm you, sorry. I never thought she was hot. Guys in the '80s fucking loved Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. Never get she. She didn't. She didn't have one. She had two songs written about her. You know the song Rosanna, the Toto song. Yeah. That's about her. And what? Peter Gabriel wrote a song about her. What? I don't remember which one it was. I think it's In Your Eyes is the song. But yes. in your I eyes, I think that is. But yeah, he did write a That's song about her. That's fucking crazy. And I'm like, why? She had like big nose, buck teeth. I don't know. I mean, I thought she had like a good, you know. She was an idiot. Yeah, but I'm no. just like, why are guys losing their shit over Great this? Great tan, very blonde hair in this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought Looked she like was a farmer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought she did a good job. Uh, she went method apparently. Worked on a farm for a while. Had the great tan and all that. I was surprised by her curves. I thought she was a smaller woman. Maybe that's why everyone's impressed. I could. By I, I how was, curvy she is and how she hides it. Yeah, I thought when because we see a shower scene first. I thought it was a body double, but then we do see her naked in the sex scene. So I don't know. Because she the hair was in the face in the shower scene. So I was like, is that a body double? Right. Right. That's I don't what know. I was curious about. I, I was going to ask you if you thought, because you are a pathologist, rumpologist. You, <laughs> you sent away for the degree, right? Me and, uh, yeah, I got it. I studied <laughs> under Professor uh, Stallone. I forget what Stallone's mom's name is, but yeah, I studied under her. I'm an expert in rumps. So, one of, like, either the second, third, fourth time of going through this movie, my mom walked through during that scene. And she saw that, you know, there was What was your reaction? Did you, like, have weird feelings that you never had before, or? I think I was just, like, so. I was <laughs> You're like, so what mystified is by Jean-Claude. Dude, but I'm you're just dead like, serious. Yeah. I was, like, just so enthralled by the movie <laughs> that I'm like, oh, John claudes watching this woman. I didn't understand, like, the whole sexual nature of everything. Yeah. But I was just like, hey, this is pretty neat. Yeah. This is neat. Um, So my mom caught that, and. We were banned from watching Nowhere to Run. The movie was put away. It was locked in her lockbox in her bedroom, and she returned it the next day, and it went on the no-no so list. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's so, it hard. Yeah, it's like tits. Yeah. Barely see tits. Yeah. And ass. And a sex scene. And a would you think your mom would have been okay if it was just Jean-Claude's ass? Yeah. Oh, double standards. For real, I could have been. Mom, I'm not gonna date you now. All right, because you know we were gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna marry Chris. Mom, he needs a father figure. Not gonna happen now. All right. Well, I don't like these double standards. So it got. I got banned in the Hegeman household, and I'm watching it now for the first time. Like what? Like 27 years later. And I gotta say, I fucking love it. John Wick got a C plus. This movie gets an A minus. I don't even remember that. Does this movie come out in the theaters? I remember nothing yes, about this. It hundred percent did. All. Yeah. Of course yeah. it did. I don't yeah. know how it did in the box and all that bullshit, but I oh, can't yeah, imagine it, it did, did well. Much. 
But it had some big names attached to it. See that segue I just did there? It was great. Yeah. It had some big names attached to it, Murray. For the time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some big uh, movies done by... I don't remember the director or uh, writer's name, but John, you know. Joe Joel. Esterhaus. Joe, yes. Joe Esterhaus. This is at his peak. So it was probably like... Because he just did Basic Instinct like a year before. And that was a huge hit. And so everybody wanted Joe Esterhaus. He's like famous for erotic thrillers. was like his thing. And so I'm sure he just had this like in a drawer somewhere and it sold it for like ten million dollars or some shit. Yeah. And he disowns it because like obviously if you're having Jean Claude, because originally because he's he's the erotic thriller guy, it was just about a guy who escaped from prison who meets a lonely wife and a lonely uh, widow and fucks her. Yeah. And you got Jean Claude, you still need some action. You can't just have that boring story. Right. So they, he's like, it's not. He's like, it's not my story. Got to build up that tension a little bit more. That's uh-huh. what they were doing here. They're trying to build it up, and uh-huh. we're gonna have a lot of fog and everything to talk about in this movie. But a lot of smog, I think. We also, are, yes, smog. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There is some fog though. We'll get there. A little bit, yeah. And our director did one of our favorite Rucker Hauer movies. The Hitcher. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say, I can't even remember that fucking movie that Stuart made us watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prisoners or something. something. Uh, Wedding couple. something. It was about, yeah. Was wedlock? Wedlock. Wedlock. <laughs> Rucker Hour is a dork. Still does not work for me, dog. It, no, it took me out of it. I'm He's, like, this guy's cool as shit. Yeah, really. You can't turn yeah. him into a nerd. Right. Um... There is also a porn parody out there, so be careful, you know. Are you, you sure it's just a coincidence it has the same name? Nowhere to Run is kind of. Murray, come on. You know we do extensive research, so I yes. study this film. I did breakdown it. It's scene-by-scene analysis. Uh, we do get uh, a lonely woman. naked in a, in a pond, a filthy pond? Was it? That's how they should have set it up, but they went with, like, the whole mechanic angle. You know how John Claude, you know, uh, Fixes up a motorcycle in this I movie. I thought you were going to talk about uh, the uh, great Jason Statham movie. The mechanic. No, 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 especially not no. that. No, so she goes to a mechanic who needs because she needs help fixing needs her car. Uh-huh. And yeah, and he cuts the wires and uh, basically, it, it's a bad movie. Don't watch that one. It's it puts sex in a bad light there. And also, they just strayed right from the story. There's no Mookie in that. There's no Bree. We there's, know how those nookie, kids are. But no Mookie. There's Nookie, but no Mookie. Did so. it all for the Mookie. <laughs> now, we do want to keep this top half short. Did you have any closing remarks before we no, get to it? No, you had something about your cat you wanted to say before we go. Oh, my this. God, Murray. This son of a bitch. So, you know how I have between my screen door and the landing that, that little missing part of land yeah. there? Yeah. Well, the cat loves to stare. Threshold. You're missing your threshold. Threshold. Thank you. So the cat likes to sit there all day because, you know, birds and some vermin will cross by. He catches a a mouse. uh, Doing his job, earning his keep. Exactly. Every once in a while, this motherfucker caught a baby squirrel today. I didn't. You know, you rarely see baby squirrels. Rarely. Yeah. So I'm just like. learning how to fly? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't out, out its nest. Um, I was just like walking about my house and everything, and he's like tucked under my bed. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing down there? And I looked down, and he's eating half, the top half of a baby squirrel. And I was like, oh. Do you feed him? Yes. 
He seems like he's eating vermin all the time. He just loves his vermin. <laughs> he's squirming for vermin. I mean, he's excited. He's not a catch and release. He's a catch and kill cat. And so he eats the top half of it. He's not an ass man. He leaves the he's a zombie. He leaves the butt behind. Brains. Uh, yes, he's a zombie cat. And then an hour later, he just starts howling and vomits it all up. Well, you know why? Last gasp. Last he breathed ga- in that squirrel's. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. That's what made him a cannibal. So I'm sorry, everybody, if you're a friend of squirrels. I'm a friend of squirrels, too. I wasn't happy that he caught a baby squirrel. That's never happened. He's got a couple chipmunks, though. It's first time for everything. First time for everything. Just like it was the first time I possibly saw a booby in a movie. Feels like the first time. That could have been a good one for this uh, opener, too. So many great songs. So many good ones. Uh, But anyways, Murray, here we go. We're traveling to the world of podunk. Podunk Nowhereville. Yeah, we were somewhere. I don't know where this is. I know it doesn't take place in New York City. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know that too now. It didn't have it was it looked like it was in the South, probably. Midwest. Could have been Kansas, <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> could have been the fucking Northern California. I That's mean, true. There's anywhere. a lot of different options. Yeah, there's mountainous. a lot of empty spaces in America. We fly over every day. A lot of hills too. Yeah, so we a find lot of hills. Run lot, to them. Run to the hills. Oh, there we go. Another one. Uh, so I hope you already get psychosexual because this movie is quite sexual. The feats and scale will be in play I don't know today. if it's psychosexual. Well, but Murray, we'll there let is the sexual. Feet- I'll say this. Horniest little children I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> See, what made me laugh. Horny was- toddlers, people. <laughs> Horny when, toddlers. When I watched the movie again as an adult, I was like, my mom banned me from watching this movie because of the tits. She should have been banning me because of the dialogue from the children. Yes. I think you were even older than those kids when you were watching it. Yeah, possibly. Did you love Mookie's baggy as fuck outfit? It was the 90s. Hey, I'll give Jean-Claude points. His suit looked pretty good that he had. It fit very well on him. Yeah, he's living in the woods with the best suit that's ever fit him. (laughs) Insanity. Oh, God. Okay, guys, we'll get there. On the other side uh, of this trailer is going to be the beautiful, you know, deep dive into this wonderful movie that is called Nowhere to Run, an A- minus a Griff's book, probably at least a a B-plus in Murray's book. (laughs) B-minus. (laughs) B-minus! Fuck you, John Week. Yeah, I couldn't give it a lower score than John Week. There's actually villains in this movie. There's actually there a story, villains. and there's some tits. Well, what are we ass? throwing to a What's that? trailer? Oh yeah, trailer. <laughs> That's how we do it in Griffiths of July. We get sidetracked a hundred times. Who are you? 
You're not from around here, are you? When the enemy can destroy a town. They want your land. Why? We're gonna need her parcel. It's right in the middle of the whole development. And the law is on their side. Stop right there. The only hope for justice. For everybody's sake, just get out of here! Is an outlaw. When push comes to shove, you're gonna be dealing with me. I look forward to it. It's our duty to inform the authorities of Mr. Gillen's whereabouts. If I see me, her, or the children, I'll kill you. Jean-Claude Van Damme, as you've never seen him before. Nowhere to run. All right, that was a great trailer, Griff. Great trailer for... Nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. All right, so where are we running to? Well, we're running to a prison bus. Where we see our hero, Jean-Claude Sam. Sam. Sam Gillen, I think yeah. was his name, from Quebec. Uh, so you always got to have that backstory. Why does he have a French accent still? Yeah. I am from Quebec. Quebec. Uh, his brother? That by we the see way, fuck you, Quebec, and your wildfires. Stop, all right? Please stop. I'm tired of having a fucking scratchy throat. Yeah, that's been ruining, too. ruining our show. Right. I'm getting calls, texts, the whispers, DMs. Like, what's with your beautiful voice? Right. Quebec. Right. So, all right, I got a problem with this scene because we're on the bus. We, we, I just look in his eyes and I go, "No, that guy's innocent, Jean Claude." I'm like, yes, "There's of no course. way." He got railroaded. There's no way he's a criminal. Right. Uh, corrupt politician. You know, so, there's something foul at something. play. Fell in love with a surfer, bank robber, something like that. Anything to, you know, bail him out here. So he's just looking sullen on the bus. And I see behind him a familiar face. He's been in at least 30 movies we've covered on this show. Yes. Wasted. Sven Oli Thorson. Bodybuilding friend of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's been in almost every Schwarzenegger movie, at least the 80s ones. Right. And he was in Hard Target. He played Arnold, a version of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Hard That's Target. That's right. That's right. Wasted. He does nothing. He's just sitting in the backseat. I'm, I'm like, he's going to be the guy that's going to try to kill Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude will be handcuffed, and he'll be talking about the, 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 the boss will crash. He'll get out of his cuffs. He's like, I'm going to pay you back for whatever. No. Right. Something cool like that doesn't happen. I agree 100%. You see, I, I gave this movie an A+, plus, and yet I'm still willing to say there's a lot of room for improvement. And it <laughs> I gave it an A+, plus, <laughs> but there's a lot of room for an A++. Plus plus. Um, but here's a good thing right here is that we could have had a bit like the big opening fight scene to get you really riled up for this fucking movie. Him against the giant Spinoli Thorson. Not only that, he should have been handcuffed to a, uh, a jive talking black guy. Yes. Who was his cellmate. Yes. And he could have been the comic relief. There's so much shit you could have added to this. Movie. Right. But again, they do get over this scene in what, five minutes? So yeah. 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 We can't we can't note him too much. But I would have liked that uh Spenoli Thorson fight. Yeah. So they're driving and then we see a beat up fucking firebird. I thought it was our buddy Dennis. <laughs> no, it's just Billy. But we don't know that right now. We just know him as a dirtbag driving a firebird. And he's he looks like he's gonna go try to pass the bus. 
And then he cuts right in front of the bus, causing the bus to flip. Yeah, cuts in front, slams on the brakes, bus driver turns hard right, flips the bus over. That's a good plan. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. You think the bus driver would be like, fuck that. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you're putting a lot of trust in what this bus, bus driver's going right. to do. You shouldn't be predicting what the bus driver will do. Yeah. So, of course, the guys are all handcuffed, so they're hanging by their handcuffs. Get us the fuck out of here. Bus driver goes to the guard. Hey, check on that guy. Why? I'd be like, fuck that guy. He caused this accident because the, the firebird like is like on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, he was really worried about, oh, my God, go check on that guy. So driver goes out to check on him. He does bring a gun with him, though. Yeah. We'll give him that. Uh, and as he's going out, there's just one other guard on the bus, and you got John claude Oh, my arm! No, my just, arm! No, he doesn't say that. Was it my leg? He's a, he just says, it's broke. He doesn't tell you what it oh, is. Oh, that's you very just, clever. You, yeah, you ruined the joke because he's like, what's broke? Your face! And then he goes, Khan kicks the guy, right? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Well, he punched him. As soon as he get the handcuff off, he came down and punched him. So the guy, the guard, goes to check on the Firebird, and the guy looks like he's fucked up. His head's fucking down on the on the uh, steering, wheel. steering wheel. Nah, it was a ruse. It's little Billy, friend of Sam. Didn't I? We could have still opened this with Jailbreak from fucking Thin Lizzy, man. There's so oh, many options. Oh, that would have been a good one, too. Yeah. tonight, there's going to be a... Today, there's going to be a Jailbreak oh. with Billy, because Billy pulls a gun on him. It's freeze, motherfucker. That's right. So, now He tells we're... him... He brings the guy back and tells him to unhandcuff everybody. Right. So, we're getting all the convicts let go and everything... The, uh, Billy and Sam are trying to return back to the Firebird, but there's two convicts getting ready to steal it. Yeah, like you, you just fucking rescue these guys. The least you could do is like let us have our getaway car. Right. But they're criminals. Right. So this would have been a perfect thing. Sven Oli, this is my ride. I know. That's what I mean. There's room here for a great Sven Oli Thorson fight, but instead you get John Claude, who just shows up on the driver's side and tells the guy, "Steal a car, go to hell." What? Yeah, that's awful. This is why Joel, the writer of this movie, Joe, was House. yeah, was probably like, I want nothing to do with this because <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe John Claude, maybe John Claude's writer got a hold of this to put in these one-liners <laughs> and steal a car, go to hell. <laughs> Thank you. Go to- what? This, 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 I there's no logic behind that. I don't know. But it's enough for that guy. The guy goes, whoa, I don't want any of that shit. That's and right. he backs off. You Quebecians are very tough. Let me yeah. get out of here. Oh, I'm back. So we're taking off in the car, and we see the guard. He's got a sniper rifle now. He had a shotgun before. He found a sniper rifle. Yeah, he's an expert shot. He gets up. He's all bloodied and everything. Doesn't matter. Just lines that shot yeah. up. Shoots up. Doesn't even give a fuck that there's... 20 other convicts running, scattering like fucking rats, like cockroaches with a light put on <laughs> right. You got to get these fuckers. Yeah, he's just mad at the car. I mean, it makes sense. The car caused all of this. Okay. And it was clearly... And Billy's like, Yoo-hoo, we're f- f- scot-free. Yeah, brother, we're getting out of here. Not so fast, Billy. <laughs> Boom. Bullet fucking right through the throat of Billy. Yeah. Billy! I'm... Glad I had to rescue you because we learned that it's he's in jail because of Billy. Yep. Because we knew that. We're like, we there's knew no that, way yeah. Sam, those beautiful, sad eyes, would ever commit a crime. That's right. Even though he doesn't admit committing crimes. But he's, yeah, he, he feels did. bad about it. Right. So Billy, of course, is just like, 
Can you ever forgive me? And Sam, of course, forgives him. Amazing. I'm so glad you're the one who lived. Sam's out. So we get a nice little, uh, you know, burial scene here. Nice shot. We Sunlight. see a silhouette in front of the yeah. setting sun. Buries him underneath a tree. That's right. And then cut to the party store. You know, Murray, have you seen No Country for Old Men? I was going to bring say the same thing. This Thank totally you. brought me back. I was like, this inspired the whole movie, Country from No Men. This, yeah. this fucking scene. That's right. Yeah. So we're in the liquor store, and everybody knows the scene where Shigar ends up at the podunk little liquor store, party store, whatever it was, general store, and they do the whole coin flip scene. Well, that's the the the, the origin is right here in Nowhere to Run. Jean-Claude walks up. He's got apparently steaks, uh, chips, <laughs> and whiskey. And porn. And porn, of course. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that magazine, Murray? Well, uh, we'll talk about it when we get to. Okay, it. I okay. wanted to surprise everybody. Yeah, I already took a picture. We're gonna put some ginty yeah. faces on that, no. so people, so you can post. That it. was actually on Google Images. Was it? Yeah, it was. But anyway, so there's a tension because while they're checking them out, I was like, "Damn, you like steaks, Mister?" It's like twelve fucking steaks, right? We hear on the radio about that prison break. Oh, and before he before he does that though, he does, the the yokel is trying to be all friendly and everything, and asks him, "Oh, what are you doing here in town?" I'm hunting flamingos. He's wearing a suit, by the way, a yeah. very well tailored suit, fits him very well. In Not a up suit, to the nipples. Yes. <laughs> so the shopkeeper, of course, asks yeah. him, "You're hunting in a suit." And then we hear the radio thing about the escaped convicts. And then, because Junkle's too beautiful to be from this podunk town. So right. he knows something's up. So Sam starts to go for his gun, keeping his eyes on the shopkeep. And the shopkeep is re- registering something fucking going on here. You ever seen pink flamingos around here? Can't say that I have. Nine seen nothing. And that's enough. That's the signal. Like, I ain't going to rat you out. That's right. So Sam doesn't want to kill anybody. He's 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 been fucking railroaded. Yeah. In fact, we're gonna see just how innocent he is. He's out just camping. What was his plan? I have was it no just clue. to camp out for the rest of his life? What the I don't get the plan. Yeah, like the tape. So we're about to learn about a tape. But that should have been like Hey, now we can finally go do X like we always wanted. How we can get the fuck and go back to Quebec, go to Canada. Anything. Like we, we don't know where we're at. We could be in Montana for right. all you know. We needed some kind of goal for Jean-Claude here. Cause He's just going to camp out in the woods for the rest of his life. See, everybody, A+, and I'm still criticizing him. <laughs> we're very honest on the show. Uh, so he's bored because he's got nothing to do. Right. And he wants, he, he wants to eat those steaks, but... He needs a certain seasoning, and he didn't forgot to get it. I like that. He's like, he just came from prison where he probably had the blandest meals, and he's like, the only thing I need, the only fucking thing I need, that they apparently didn't have the party yeah, store. Yeah, or like, some, some maybe old, just good old time. NACL. That's sodium chloride for you folks. That's too smart for me. I thought New York was in Pennsylvania. So he goes on a salt run, and he goes to this farm that just happens to be where he's hiding out. And he... He oh sneaked. no! Yeah, this is where we first learn about a a name. Oh, yeah, it was pretty rough. Oh, he creeps up, and he sees there's this woman with oh you know a single mom with two kids. She's putting her kids to bed, getting ready to take a shower because she's apparently is this a working farm? Because it seems like no work really gets done on the farm. It feels like in most of the shots, the farm is vacant of anything, 
And then in some shots, is it a, is it a cattle ranch? Is it a right. farm? Is it a horse ranch? I don't. It's in everything. It's a fucking dude ranch. It's just something. It's kind of ranch. Rich people have ranch. I'm using in. in I feel air like she was waiting until the Airbnb bust, and she's gonna sell it. You know, she's gonna sell like a room or something for a thousand bucks a night. Because yeah, her her occupation doesn't make sense either. But yeah, I never. See, I see her. I saw her wash a horse. I saw. I saw her wash a horse it. too. That was it. We watched that through John Claude's eyes, and that's when he gets the tingle. Your eyes. So that was the inspiration for John Parker Gabriel's song "In Your Eyes." He saw this movie where he reminisced about one time banging uh, uh, Rosanna Arquette. Yeah, I was gonna say Patricia Arquette, but Rosanna Arquette, and he wrote that song. Beautiful. That's right. It's a beautiful song. So, all right, her character's name. Let's get this out of the way. I didn't know there was a female version of the name Clyde. But apparently there is. It's Clyde. Was that a Joel, uh, you know, I name? Don't, I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an expert on Joe Ezra. So, yeah. so I'm not. I mean, I, I think I've seen Showgirls. I don't yeah. remember. I've never seen Basic Instinct. I've definitely seen Showgirls. I've never seen Basic Instinct. Maybe we'll do that for the next sex thriller month. Yeah. I don't know. Because people fucking love the fucking on this show. That's right. So... He and we're like we we get it. The dude, we don't. He's been in prison for indeterminate amount of time. We don't yeah. know. We don't even know if he was just getting. He's being sent to prison for right. all we know. I don't know, but he hasn't been around the ladies for a while. I was starting to get a little nervous during this scene. I was like, oh geez, what is John Claude about to do here? He would here? never do that. I believe in my heart of hearts he would never do that, but I couldn't remember. So after Clyde. Has finished tucking the kids in. She's got to go downstairs to wash herself before bed. Wash her dirty, filthy body. That's right. And, of course, she's a single mom working on a farm dude ranch all by herself. So, you know, she's wearing, like, the lingerie type. Not, like, the full-on get-up, but... I thought she had said jeans and a It was like fancy. She had like fancier underwear on, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. She wasn't wearing... She's still a lady. Yeah, she's still a lady. She still wants to feel good. So she's still wearing... yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so John Claude, that's when you get the shot of him noticing. He's like, "Oh, damn! Ooh, he should have done the Frank Washington turn to the camera, and you know." Well, he's not as sophisticated as Frank Washington. That's true. This is this is baby steps, John Claude acting. That's okay? right. That's right. So yeah, she gets undressed. This is where I was like, "Is this a body duck?" Because Rosario gets a big enough actress. She, uh, well, she was at one time, even though apparently, according to IMDb, <laughs> what Chris doing just your balls? <laughs> 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 Did you sit on your balls? No, I crossed. So. I was sitting uh, crisscross applesauce here, and I locked one leg in, and I couldn't get it undone. So, uh, Rosanna Cat was a moderately big star in the '80s. I figured she'd be too big. She could call it a body double. Yeah, I'm trying to say, I don't know because because the, the, the hair was in the face. I'm like, that's got to be a body double. Yeah. But then later on, or maybe she maybe she signed on for one nude scene, and they wanted maybe, two. Yeah. I don't know. G and G sleuths go to work. I mean, this is a very gratuitous scene. We don't. And for what I, for the one thing I learned, like I was gonna say before, he was Griff was tucking his balls <laughs> in. IMDb said she hated this movie. She just needed the work. She hated John Claude. He was an asshole. Yeah, which I believe because this is like around that because uh, Street Fighter era where he was a huge asshole. Oh, that's right. So I, I definitely saw that. that one in theaters, too. Yeah. So, yeah, she gets naked. Looks good. I watched a little bit of an interview from her to add on to, like, her responsibilities of just dealing with a bunch of shit. 
She's like, no, I, I watched the kids almost the whole time on the set. And she was trying to do it like, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed working on this movie. I got to watch the kids the whole time. Like Mookie. and yeah, Well, these kids were watching something, too, which we'll yeah. get into later. <laughs> so Jean-Claude's creeping on her, but he stops himself. He rubs himself on the outside of his pants. That's yep. it. Yeah, he waits for the shower to start, and then he's going to creep into the house. And right. it's an old farmhouse, so of course it's got creaky boards and everything. And uh, even the very light of foot, you know, ballerina John Claude can't can't get away without getting noticed. And that wakes up little Mikey Mookie Anderson, played by, as Griff would say, the most talented Culkin brother, Kieran Culkin, which it plays out because he's the only one that has a career still. He was on Succession. Oh, good for him. That show I'll never watch because I fucking hate rich people and I hate the trials and tribulations of rich people. Yeah, no thanks. So he's like, Santa Claus? I don't know what the fuck. He's, just, he, he's, he's, just, he's a dumb kid. E. T. Oh, I thought it was Griffinus in July, even there. So he thought Santa Claus. That would have made more s- Griffy Claus. Griffy uh, Claus. Thank you. Uh, this Gr- is where Griff comes to your house and takes shit from you. <laughs> That's right. And then you have to guess what I took, and you whisper me a letter, and if you get it right, I send it back with something of mine. So he runs down, and he notices something missing from the, the, the kitchen table, the right. dining room table. Salt. Pepper's still there. Yep. Salt is a missing. So then he goes running out to their little backdoor patio, and he looks out, and he just sees a man walking by the... There is so many barns. There are so many barns on this dude ranch. Because think about this. They show John claude sleeping like five miles away from their house in a barn. Yeah. And then they show the barn right next to the house. And then they showed this barn that was like, you know, a few hundred feet away from the house. Yeah, it's interesting. It's all over the place. So immediately, uh, Mookie's mind goes to aliens, like you said. Yep. Which makes sense because there's that one Star Trek episode where the alien would suck the salt out of your body. Oh, interesting. So it makes sense. I like that. Well, we're going into the next morning. And like we talked about, Mookie knows the salt's missing. Right. Because who doesn't like a big heaping helping of salt on your morning oatmeal? Yeah. So, what the fuck? <laughs> we got the, we got Clyde's family just sitting down for a nice shitty oatmeal breakfast. Lots of salt, of course. You got Mookie acting his ass off. Ass off. He went full method for this. Figured out what kids like to ask their parents about. Asked his mom, why did God name himself God? Why not something cool like Tim or Griff? Yeah, what if God was one of us, Mom? You ever think about that? You ever think about that? That'd be another great opening song. That so would this, this movie inspires so many opening songs. That's if, right. So, uh, you know what? B. I, I, I raised it a, a grade. Really? B, from B minus to B, just because of the so many options. We, it's hard. These opening songs are hard. That, they are very hard. That stop us from getting any money from fucking YouTube because they don't they won't allow <laughs> us to monetize it. <laughs> We do it for you. We do it for so, you. So, yeah, is, I'm like, what fucking crazy... This, this kid's got mental issues. He wants salt on his oatmeal. Right. And then when mom can't find the oatmeal, well, like, during this whole discussion, can't she's yelling salt. at Mookie that she can't find the salt, and then we hear an explosion or it's an earthquake, and the house starts shaking, and she's grabbing everybody to make sure everyone's okay. I, yeah, we'll get into this. I thought it was fracking. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be like fracking or something. No. Too. No. That would be very Pennsylvania. They do a lot very of fracking. Very Midwest, period. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, we'll get into that later. So, But there's a tremor. And she's like, oh, my God, not again. And we go back to the whole salt conversation. And Mookie is convinced that E.T. came last night and stole it. And Mom is ready to slap the shit out of her stupid little son. You, Mookie, you motherfucker. <laughs> E.T. is not real. And E.T. is real. And he runs out to the barn where he keeps his stash of dad mementos. One of many barns. One of many. Opens up a, yeah, a little toolbox. Got all the mementos. He's got a baseball glove, of course. Of course. Middle America, Field of Dreams. That's right. I... <laughs> We think, uh, what else he got? He's got a He's picture. Pictures of his dad. A He's couple fishing lures. Got the condom his dad didn't use, which is why he exists. That's right. Got some drugs. I don't know what that was about, but yeah, you know, dad know. liked to party. Dad liked we don't party. know how dad died. He could have OD'd on fentanyl. This is in the Midwest. That's right. It okay. is. It is Midwest. Um, And then underneath everything, <laughs> underneath it all. Well, that's a song, too. You really love me. Underneath it all, I don't know who does that one, but that's a song. Isn't it like a No Doubt song? Yes, it is No, no Doubt. Okay. You see, I sing just like one Stefani. You do beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, he finds a gun, and what does he do? He does like he does every morning. He spins Mookie's it, a puts gun. a gun in his mouth, pulls the trigger, <laughs> click. He's like, I live another day. Not puts today, it in, Dad. Closes it. <laughs> I don't meet you I'm today. I'm better than you, Dad. <laughs> God. And then Sam, we cut over to Sam in his tent, and he's opening a toolbox of his own. Yeah, but this one's full of fucking lucre, filthy lucre, dirty booty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's like it had to be no more than two grand. It was like it was in twenties. It was like it was like this was the fuck. This was a Bodie heist. It was. A this was. Heist. This was just hit the till. Just hit the till. You might get like two hundred bucks out of it. <laughs> I thought I saw hundreds in there. It was. Just Am 20s. I thinking of something else? It was just twenties. If it was hundreds, it would make sense. But no, it was probably at most five grand. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Lonnie's payoff. He gets paid yeah. off in hundreds. Never mind. And so. And on top of that's a tape recorder, which he plays. And Billy's like, hey there, buddy. I guess I didn't make it for listening to this. Hope that suit fits you. You liked it? Is it up to your nipples like you like it? <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you know, and don't feel bad if I died. It was just good getting to know you, brother. <laughs> and Sam tries to John Clyde tries to shed a tear. Yeah, just can't. He's got some good... Facial reactions, but yeah, he, he just can't hit those emotional peaks. So, like, we saw John Week hit some emotional peaks last week when his wife left him with the dog. You know, he was pretty yeah. upset about that. So, Sam says now he's got the salt, he can start cooking that steak. That's all right. And he heavily salts it. It's, it's, a, it's a, a flavor enhancer, so I get it, you know, That's but all right. it's, like, Constantly. It's, like, it's like rock salt. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like, are you trying to cure it for like so you can like save it for like months? You know, why you need? <laughs> he likes this? his steak beef jerky style. And then another explosion goes off. And then we cut to our bad guys. We got an English developer. So you know he's evil because he's English and he's fat. <laughs> he's English and he's wearing a disgusting suit. I think this was the villain from Lethal Weapon Two. 
Oh. I played an evil South African in that one. I don't think I've seen Lethal Weapon 2. It's not worth seeing. First one, Stone Cold Classic. Not like any of the sequels to Lethal Weapon. Okay. But we might do them still because I think Lethal Weapon was a, a popular episode. I imagine there's us. a lot to talk about in them. Franklin Hale. This evil Englishman, and he's talking to his new enforcer, Mr. Dunson, straight from Cleveland, played by Buffalo Bill or Buffalo Bob. I don't remember. Buffalo Bill, I think it was, Bill, from I Silence mean. of the Lambs. Yeah. You know it's him because he's constantly, you notice he always, he's always washing lotion on his hands constantly in every scene. He's, I, That's I'm, what he's known for. So he's like, I'm going yeah. to you know, let everyone know it's me. Everybody, I mean, we say that the Easter egg era started recently. Apparently, it's been going on since the early 90s. Everyone's doing nods to their biggest roles. Arnold's always doing I'll be back when it's not necessary and everything. Yeah. You know, and what surprises me with all the low shit, it's like he's constantly doing card tricks. Right. And that would, you need, you know, but tactile. It makes your, but it makes your fingers really smooth so you can you know, slide, yeah. you know. I know nothing about card tricks. I don't know if you do, but no, I, I thought that's for nerds. I don't know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing Magic the Gathering. He's playing playing cards. That's cool. That's that's man shit. What do you? Uh, who's that? Who is that one guy who's that? It's like street musician, a magician, musician, magician. David, some people Blaine. Blaine, 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 Blaine. That's his like. I mean, you can get laid by it, chicks, because chicks believe in magic. Yeah, I've always said chicks believe in ghosts. Magic and and uh, clairvoyance. That's yeah. why. So why a woman should never be president of the United States. Right, uh, Ronald Reagan's wife didn't yeah. she lead our country? Yeah, using uh, uh, astrologists. Astrology. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we did that for a while. Yeah, we're probably doing it right now. Congratulations, America. So it. Uh, so he's Mr. Dunstan, straight from Cleveland. Got that Cleveland accent. I don't care. What are you needing here now? It's like, <laughs> was he like? Southern, deep, the deep south of the fucking Cleveland. Like, right. he sounds like he's got like a Texas accent. And Franklin wants to introduce him to the local. Sh- is he sheriff? Was he a sheriff? Yeah, we'll just say he's a sheriff. Okay. He's the only lawman we really see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we get the local sheriff. Let's he's on say. the take. Of course he is. Coming for his payment. That's right. Yeah, we didn't point out that. Uh, well, I guess we did. He's uh, Franklin Hale is a housing developer. That's it, people. I'm thinking there's got to be oil underneath this woman's land. No, he just wants to build a fucking, fucking suburban. Uh, yeah, he. We see the the meeting with all the townsfolk. That's it. And it do, like it looks like the scene out of one of my other favorite movies. There will be blood. They're in like a wooden shack where they have to like bring in all their own equipment, reel to reel, to like project their whole uh you know uh pitch reel. And yeah, you're right. It's just a giant suburb, which I think is a blight on itself. And yeah. I think these town people should be well, revolting. People gotta live somewhere, not so, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Why not? It's better than anywhere. No, it isn't. Especially it, depending There's on where There's a lot of are. nowhere, Griffin. America. Most of America is nowhere. So, these still people shouldn't have a house to live in. There's a lot of homeless people out there. Griff hates homeless people. That's what we're learning. It's true. So I um yeah that's it he, there's no like there is no fracking going I don't know why they're blowing shit up with TNT just to make a fucking housing development just for fun I think I don't they're, know they probably found like the last of some rare species and they're just throwing and of course Clyde's the one holdout there's got to be that one He's, well there's Tom too well yeah but uh, <laughs> the whole story is supposed to be Clyde's the one hold see look at me just poking holes through this movie uh clyde is supposed to be the one holdout but then we learn there's actually like multiple holdouts still 
Yeah, he's like the monorail guy on the Simpson episode. He's coming into town, flashing the money. We're right. going to revitalize this area with a shopping mall. I notice you guys don't have a movie theater. I notice you don't have a downtown. How will you ever watch Barbenheimer? Where's the multiplex? Where is the multiplex? I don't see a parking lot in this fucking town. I'm Where's the fill- parking structure? I'm going to fill this village with parking lots. So Sheriff Lonnie's there to get his usual bribe, and he's there to meet. He's like, oh, meet Mr. Dunstan. You'll be working with him to get rid of that problem we're having. Yes. Oh, yeah, Clyde. Uh, let me ask. I can't do T- Ted Levine's voice. What? Let me ask. Are you fucking this broad? <laughs> Why would you say that? Of course I'm not. Do you like car tricks? And he just pulls out. like, big car, any car. And Lonnie goes from upset to gleeful because, well, yeah. like a lady, he loves magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's also a yokel, so of course he does. Yeah. Grabs a card, and you know yeah, Dunstan yeah. finishes Dunst- his shuffle, yeah. shows him this your card? No, and he gets the smuggest look on his face, like no, it's not my card. I'll take my bribe and leave. It was a four of hearts. He pulled. He's like, well, I must be slipping. I'm sorry about that. Clyde is a horror thing, but you know, that pussy any good. <laughs> Lottie returns to his uh, sheriff's mobile, and he's going through. He's got to check his bribe, make sure it's all there. Yeah, that's right. And inside the money, he's counting out the hundreds, one hundred. 200. Licking and he's, his finger every time he pulls a point. Every time, and he's also got to put a little hash on a piece of paper because he can't keep track. <laughs> he's like me. He doesn't know New York is its own state. And then he it's finally... New York state of mind. <laughs> he finally Another gets... Another great song to open up with. <laughs> what does he get to? He finds the two of spades, which was the card he picked. That's right. Mind games. Mind games. I love... See, I like... This kind of villainy. He gets under everybody's skin. He's such a fucking worm. I love him. Well, speaking of getting under somebody's sheets, Lonnie apparently has been banging Clyde. I mean, she's a she's a widow. She has sexual needs like everybody else. He's the best thing in town because <laughs> nobody lives in this podunk well, town. Well, Murray, just take a look at Lonnie and his hair. Tell us about Lonnie's hair. I didn't. It was just. Kind of a curly blonde hair, and it's flippy. Flippy. There is no. Well, yeah, it was kind of. It was. He kind of had actual hair. He didn't have a buzz cut or anything no. like that for a cop. So of course, you know, if you're the like, you're probably the hottest puss in town. And maybe she's. she wants she's it. Thi- well, maybe she's thinking she's blowing a little fog his way. If I fuck him, he'll protect my home from these developers. That could be it. it could be layers here. Yeah, they're that. Oh wow. Wow, everyone's playing everybody. Everyone's yeah. fucking everybody in yeah. this story. This yeah. is inter- This is a D movie. Joel Esterhouse, great job. And so, because he's in her fog, because he's like, look, these developers play rough. Like, just can you just give in and, you know, be careful. I just need say. you to be careful. And we do have the, you know, the pull the camera out to reveal that John Claude's been listening to this whole conversation. He's there for the pepper. That's right. <laughs> Lonnie takes off, and that's when he, Sam... You know, he only takes one spice at a time. He returns the salt and then takes the pepper. You think he would just, like, pour some into his hand and, like, po- a little pocket salt or something? You would think. Maybe get, like... Well, he's always uh, creaking a board. Well, it doesn't matter, because did you notice that Mookie has a little line? Because he, he makes sure, like, nobody's taking his salt. So he, like, he, he measures it. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's like alcoholics, you know, yeah. when they put a line in the bottle, like, I can't go past this line. He does that with salt because he's a saltaholic. He puts it on his fucking oatmeal. Right. I can't imagine what he, how he eats his ice cream. It's with salt. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so as he's putting it back there down the table, we see a ball fall. Reminiscent of a familiar movie, E.T. That's right. And there is a trail of Reese's Pieces going up the steps. That's right. E.T., is that you? Sam just runs off. Mookie follows, though. And this is where we feel this is where the greatest love story of this movie starts. <laughs> because we see Sam. He's just, you know, it's, he's had nothing to do. There's no TV, no radio. He's, he play, he's played that taped message from Billy a hundred times. Yeah. It gets old after he a while. He knows the song of every bird around him. He knows the bubbling brook behind. Or, well, he's just by a pond. He knows every noise, so he needs something, you know? He needs that. He has been in prison for an indeterminate amount of time. Right, and still he is bored out of his mind being a free man here. Well, I'm, I'm trying to allude that he's been in prison. He needs to some release. Yes. So he's in his suit still, by the way. And he's opening the latest issue of Top Heavy Magazine, which I, re- I remember this episode. There were some good articles. In this. <laughs> this I have a complete collection of Top Heavy Magazine. And uh, first of all, fuck you, Mookie. It's, 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 there's a lot of good articles in Top yeah. Heavy. I think that one was talking about the, uh, the uh, Mideast crisis, oil crisis. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. You that, again? That's why you probably thought this wasn't about housing development. It's about oil. Yeah, that would be a good layers time. again. He's reading about these issues and everything. It would make sense. Yeah. And so Mookie just pops his head in. What you reading? He goes full Griff. Sam's Griffin. <laughs> Griff's Griffin. Mookie's Griffin. Yeah. So he throws the tent open. Are you an alien? And then. Sam does the, you know, he gets spooked. So what does Sam do? He pulls a fucking gun on Mookie, who just deadpan stares at him like, what? Are you going to murder me? <laughs> well, God dare you. I live on the edge. We do have to remember this kid, every time he, his mom bums him out because he's. No, every morning he does yeah, that. Every morning when my something wakes up, Sugar Ray. Another song. <laughs> Every morning when I put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so not so today. she's not phased at all. So Sam puts the gun down, puts Top Heavy back up. You like boobs? Ooh. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes? What does sometimes. that mean? Completely ambiguous. I like boobs all times, all right? We talked about it. I know it's controversial nowadays. I'm pretty sure we talked about it last week. Everybody loves a big titty goth girl. Yeah. Asexuals, uh, the gays, the lesbians. (laughs) We all love it. Everybody. holds the world together. Big Big titty titty goth goth girl. girl. (laughs) This was not big titty goth girl magazine, though. So maybe that's why it was. Yeah. I think they're gross. They're totally gross. (laughs) So I'm thinking at this point, oh, he's a butt man. I dig. I get it, kid. I get it. Yes. No, we learn. We'll learn, guys. We'll learn. We'll learn. We'll learn. We'll learn. So Mookie promises to come back the next mer- morning. Morning. And with all the spices, he's like, "What spices do you need? <laughs> I got them all." 
I got some special spices in my bedroom. Lemongrass, whatever. I've got saffron that you would Ooh, dream wow, of. saffron is expensive. That's, exactly. Yeah, so. Fine vanilla bean. Uh, Mookie promised to come back the next morning, and Sam's just like, well, I may not be here. Yeah, I just might be over a, there. He is a wanted man. After yeah, all. he doesn't want to. With no plan. He's just like, I'm going to camp out till something happens. Really? You can't, it, it, he did also, we forgot to point out, he pushes the Firebird into the pond. Oh, yeah, we forgot yeah. to. Oh, yeah. So he, How does this work out? The pond can't be that deep. <laughs> it's murky as shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it's just one of those things. Where like the runoff from like cattle farms, like the shit and all. Everything oh just yeah, goes no in one there. would. Even if they found a dead body, like yeah, that's dead. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? That's a cold it's, case. it's a serial killer pond. We there's, were... there's like probably. By the way, <laughs> I want to point out how happy I am that serial killers are making a comeback. Have you heard in the news? There's this new serial killer. <laughs> Jesus. You heard about this? I don't know. There's a new guy because everyone's like in love with mass murderers now. And I'm like, I'm old school. I'm like serial killer. <laughs> they put the work in. They think about what they're going to do. They come up with, you know, they have style. Mass murderers just walk into a place and they start shooting up. What's the style in that, Griff? I'm just happy serial killers to make it a comeback. All right. So <laughs> Mookie comes back. And, you know, it's been a few days. He's getting a little rank. Jean-Claude, Sam, needs a bath. You think he'd wash that suit, too? Maybe look at the dry cleaners. He's got all those 20s, like $200. <laughs> yeah. So this is where we, I think this, let's, let's tip our hats. This is the very last ever, as far as we know, Jean-Claude butt quite, scene. Quite possibly the last ever butt scene. Yeah. Jean-Claude is, is sitting there bathing in the pond. He's shoulder deep, so, you know, he can't see anything. And Mookie just rolls up, notices he's got a little fire going. Uh, Mookie's got me. a little fire going. Yeah, Mookie's got a big fire going. Uh, excuse me, do you know how to light a fire? There's not enough oxygen. It needs air. You just need to blow. And then he's pursing his lips together. And You know how to blow, don't you, mister? Obviously, Sam's feeling awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, you should be. Yes. And so he's just like, I guess I got to get out of the water. Well, Mookie starts offering, I'll get this fire going real hot. And, you know, I used to go camping with my dad all the time. And I was always the cook. I was so good at cooking. So what do you want me to cook? I want you to cook me a steak. (laughs) That's all I I, have. I can do that. And John Claude's getting out for some reason (laughs) to get him the steak. (laughs) Well, they're both boys, man. So I figure it's not, even though it's totally inappropriate. What's he going to do? The kid's like... I got to get out of this fucking... He's not leaving. The kid's not leaving. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out of here. I can right. feel something. I think something squirmed up my ass. I don't know what's in this fucking bond. Jesus and then, if, then you hear, Whoa! Ooga! It's fucking his little sister, Bree. What are you packing, mister? <laughs> At this point, Sam had emerged and was covering <laughs> his dick. So if it wasn't the uh, Patricia... No. Rosanna Arquette <laughs> nude scene. It might have been this scene that got the movie banned for uh, the Hageman yeah, household. It should be because, like I said, this is the horniest kids in film history. And like you, 
These kids are five. <laughs> they can't. Bree's going, oh, God. Oh, and Looks like somebody's bottom heavy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Mookie just goes, harump. She ruins everything. And I wish we were making up that line. We are not. What the? I paused and got up and serenitied now at about 100 times. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this Thankfully, movie? Thankfully, Sam just Dunks his old body underwater. Yeah, he like, he recedes back into the water to hide his, you know, his shame. And he's just like, my dad says I was the greatest cook ever. Where is your dad now? Fucking dead. Taking a big dirt nap. <laughs> Bree is like, I don't know who's worse, Mookie or Bree, because Bree has no filter. She's like, yeah, he's fucking dead. I love this because you know what? If she is a five-year-old, I, I hate to say it, five-year-olds are this way. We learned he had a nerdism. Yeah, a nerdism, which we know this dad clearly was a Magic the Gathering <laughs> nerd. Yeah. Went to a tournament, lost, and went, oh, no fair. You're not supposed to use a Black Lotus. He's rotting in the cemetery now. <laughs> and then Mookie's like, he had an aneurysm. He's not rotting in the cemetery. He's buried in my heart. I love him. Stop it. Kids are called home by mom. He's like, and he's, he's like, finally, Sam's like, finally, get out of this filth water and get dressed. He's like, do not tell your mom about me, okay? Guys, do you know the first rule of prison? <laughs> do not snitch. Oh, you get this stitch, <laughs> you little bitch. All right, everybody, we're going to that night. Clyde's returning to a ranch. They went out. It's for, a ranch now, yeah. by the way. It's yeah. no longer whatever <laughs> it's, else, it's, a farm. Yeah. So it's a ranch. There's like 10 cows. Loose, just fucking free range. Well, yeah, well, that's because uh, they were cut loose here. And we see one's dead. And and then she's like, fucking oh, immediately, Mookie's like, I told you it was aliens, because we know aliens kill fucking cattle. That's right. They love to eat their brains, like Barney. And she stops the car, and then a guy just walks up, punches through the window. That was terrifying. That scared the shit out of me. Gra- tries to grab her. She manages to, you know, throw it into reverse, backs it up, but runs into something. Can't get it into drive because that's how trucks work. That's how women drive. That's how women drive. You're right. So she doesn't know what to do. Thankfully, our hero, Sam, in his suit, freshly pressed. He picked it up at the fucking dry cleaners. Right. Anybody need some help? The two goons turn to face him. Who the hell are you? I did like that they came unarmed. One had, like, a fucking axe handle. Yes, Not so, an axe, just an axe handle. And the other one had a hay hook. Yeah, I think they're called gaffs. I think they called. might be called gaffs yeah. too. I I I search hay hook and a thousand <laughs> responses, and uh, like I could go to farm equipment stores and buy hay hooks. So yeah, yeah well you know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just a hook with a handle on. It. Yeah, it's very cool. And they're like, "Who the hell are you?" I am the parking attendant, and you're bothering my customers. See, I told you. It's about putting parking lots everywhere. So Sam, and these are just random generic goons. So Sam handles it. It's John Claude. Two. So I was happy to see some jobber matches in here and everything, but there's too many jobber matches. It's all jobber matches. Like, we needed some Anoli Thorson to give us some kind of gauge. Right. They were, yeah, the goons were not good. They're all, like, middle-aged men. And they're all always wearing suits so it's not like they had a muscle in here it was uh, just fat old guys yeah dunston was not muscle he yeah. was devious as fuck but he's not muscle uh, yeah so but hey speaking of muscles clyde and mookie are checking out sam's muscles and they're liking what they're seeing oh my god guys if you watch this movie 
your eyes should be on uh, Kieran Culkin the whole time because his face acting is way beyond his age. Was there hair product at that general store? Because you notice Jean-Claude's hair is Always. perfectly gelled. Always. So I don't know if he's been sneaking in and stealing Clyde's conditioner or something. She's got frizzed the fuck out hair, so I don't know what's Maybe going on. because he stole because her Because he stole her conditioner. Oh. Everything works, guys. So she's like, hey, stranger, would you like to come in? And he's just like, no. I was like, I, I will go. Why are you here oh, hunting deer in a suit? Like, just buy some fucking dungarees and a flannel. Go get Julian's fucking outfit. You'll look like you're hunting. You got literally nothing else to do. I mean, you'd probably have to walk several miles to get to anything, but still, you could do it. And did she pull some ads? He just saved her life, by the way. I want to point this out. She's like, it's out of season, and I don't want you hunting on my land. Right. They're inside drinking coffee at this moment. She's questioning him. Mookie. Hands Can I his, get you anything? Hands More on his face. Salt. Do you like salt in your coffee? Because I do. Put some. And he put some salt in his fucking belly button. He wants to do one of those. What are those called? You know the drinks where they, the it's like uh, a margarita, but it's like from the sh- belly button <laughs> a shot. Naval shot. Naval shot. Naval yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, this kid's very sophisticated for living in the podunk. So he's like, oh, I was hunting jackrabbits. Ain't that sophisticated? For these people, it is. <laughs> I was. He's like, I'm hunting jackalopes. Have you heard of them? I heard Matt Houston's got one. Oh, Jack rabbits. And, and he's like, Mookie. Oh, we got so many rabbits out here, Mom. You know it's rabbits. He's trying to buy a. And then she's like, she's still not buying. All right, I'm I'm camping. Will you believe that? Well, I don't allow campers on my property either. And that's when you know the cuckoo clock goes off. Kids got to go to bed. So we're like, oh, we're going to get a moment alone with Clyde Ian. Yeah. So and Mookie hugs Jean-Claude's leg, puts his face against his crotch. I love you, Mr. Sam. And you notice at this point, Mookie is wearing Jean-Claude-inspired outfits. So he's got pants pulled up under his nipples and the baggiest shirt on. That It's supposed to be... Scoop a, neck. Yeah, it, oh. it's the fucking weirdest outfit. But again, you guys got to see this for yourself, so... So, Clyde starts asking him some more questions. She's like, so where are you from? Right. Uh, Quebec. I am a lawyer. Uh, well, where did you learn to fight like that? I learned it at law school. And he is livid with these questions. You can see John Claude's doing a good job acting here. He's a very he's, private man. Yeah, he's very upset by these questions. You're intruding on me, lady. He's trespassing on her property. You're intruding on me, lady. Have you ever heard of the First Amendment? You can't ask me these questions. I must leave. And he just storms out and takes off. Right. And there is tension between these two. Right. Of course, yeah. Why would... What, these what do you mean? are the love of their lives. They, have, they don't realize it yet. But. The first law of love is you must hate first. Yeah. Does he know that? Do you think I he's think this French her? invented that, yeah. Oh, my God. And, of course, he's French. Right. Well, he's from Quebec. French-Canadian. Yeah, French-Canadian. That's basically a French hillbilly. (laughs) That's what they think of them. French people think of French-Canadians as French hillbillies, which they are, basically. Let's get real. They are. Okay. But they make the... I hear they make the best strippers. Really? That's what I hear. From Jacques Renault? Yeah. I hear Canada has the best strippers. And we hear Windsor, apparently, has the best. Well, that was one of the plot points of uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, well, it's, it's true. One-Eyed Jacks was in Canada. Yeah. I, hey. There you go. 
I've never David been to a, Lynch. I've never been to a Canadian strip club, but I hear they're good. David Lynch probably has been too many of them. Yeah, he's probably did a lot of research for that. Shit, Abra probably has been to a bunch of them. She's she's made the circuit. She knows it all. <laughs> so uh, where were we? So she she realizes like maybe I was a little too harsh, and this guy did save my life. So she's like, "Do you want to stay in my barn?" And Sam is just scoffing at it. Your barn. He's he's like. Lady, well, he doesn't gonna... want to intrude. He's yeah. just like, so he's just like, no, I have my tent by the dirty fucking cesspool. And she's like, look, you can stay in my barn. Well, how much? Nothing. You, you know, you, you say, oh, no, I will pay. And she's like, no, you will not. Just stay in my barn. So he, he relents. He stays at the barn. So he wakes right. up the next morning. So this is the barn literally two steps outside of her house. Yeah. We've seen nine barns already, but this is the one next to her house. And so we're going into the next morning. John Claude wakes up to the sound of the kids bickering with each other. Apparently, I see his dick was twelve inches. I see it was eight. You know, there's this usual, wait, usual wait. kid I'm stuff. I'm curious who said twelve? Who said eight? Mookie said twelve, obviously. <laughs> but Bree's more realist. She, yeah. She's seen so many hogs. You see a lot of shit on a farm. Then where do you think they grow foods porn? It comes out of farm. <laughs> That's why they, that's why kids don't have woods. This is the well, the the death of the American farm. That's why we don't have woods porn for kids anymore. You actually got to go on the internet now. Yeah, you don't, there's no discovery anymore, Griff. There's no like, wow. You well, can Murray. Some of the places where I used to find woods porn, to, to demolish, to put up <laughs> houses. So there you go, right there. That was Franklin Hale's plan the whole time, to end Woods Porn forever. Wow, this guy is a monster. He He's not a top-heavy guy. He's a foot guy. So, yeah, they're bickering, bickering, bickering. <laughs> and uh, John claudes watching them. He's just like, oh, that's so adorable. Because he, he knows exactly what the size of his dick is. So yeah, he's, like, yeah uh, he's hearing it. He's just like, shit, they're, off. they're off by six inches <laughs> each. Well, he would say he would say centimeters because he's Canadian. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and that's when uh, Clyde just kind of, kind of barges into his barn, well, her barn. Yeah, uh, barge with, into your own barn with a bunch of clothes, and she's like, yeah. "Well, they're my husband." Dungarees and flannel. Finally, yeah. he's gonna look like a local. He's gonna blend in. He's gonna blend in, except the the local gel. yokel. Yeah, except the gel. Well, they could just give him a hat with ear flaps. They they should have, or a fucking big old. Well, she's sun like, hat. "Here, these were my husband's." He's no longer with us. I'm very lonely. I haven't sex in a while. <laughs> I don't know why she's expressing so much, but I would say it has something to do with the FOG. I mean, not the FOG, but the SMOG. SMOG. Yeah, he's, he's like blowing a little in her way. They got, what do they call that? The golden hour. They got that perfect sunlight hitting Clyde's face, and you just see her eyes beaming. See those buck teeth. And then Sam's like, well, I have to shower first. I can get this filth off of me. So he goes to the shower. Kids are off to school. Uh, uh, Sam goes in to take a shower. Sudsing up. And, uh, you know, he's putting on, he's getting everything on. He's going to there. And that's when Lonnie shows up. Right. And he rips open the fucking shower curtain. Oh, my God. Who are you? Who is that? Because he can tell, like, come on, man. Lonnie next to Jean-Claude. Game over, dude. Like, you're, you're replaced. Like, Clyde was just with you because you were the only fucking option in town. That's right. So he's feeling super insecure, especially he's looking at. He's making his own guesstimate on how big that dick is. 
and he's like, wow, I can't compete. So he's feeling super insecure. Yeah. Who are you? I, I am just a man taking a shower. I'm uh, a friend of Lonnie's. Do you have any ID friend of uh, Clyde? <laughs> Yeah, it's it there. It's there in my pants, <laughs> my pantaloons. So he, Lonnie, starts going for the pants, and as he's lifting up, because he just lifts up the, everything, and there's a gun hidden there. You hear Clyde, "Hey, Lonnie, you here? What's going on?" And now we're doing a three-way like argument in the bathroom with John Claude just sitting there with his dick out. He's probably flexing because you know John was John Claude was ripped in this yeah. movie. As he always is. He's like, oh, that's just my cousin. Well, he said he was your friend. Is he your friend or is he your cousin? He's my kissing cousin. Third removed. That's right. Now get the fuck out of here. He's cool. Uh, th- this whole thing, Sam's trying to be like, can I put my clothes back? I'm naked. I ain't bothered by your cocks. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, so they... Clyde takes Lonnie out, and she's like, you know, explaining everything. And then he goes in for the kiss, and she just dives away from it. He knows it's over. That's right. Free pussy is off the table. Rip man in the shower, hanging donger, fucking cousin. uh, Four inches. From the drain. Because he was in the shower, Murray. Exactly. I I adjusted a little bit. So that night, they're having to get a big old spread of food. And Mookie's like, wait, what's some more great? He handed him a thing, a tub of gravy. It was just like this giant tub of gravy. Right. And John Claude is just like, can I get some of that? Can I get some of that? And every time Mookie, let me get it, <laughs> goes over, gets out of his chair, goes over to the other side of the table, grabs it, brings it around. Eyes just just bursting out of his head. I just Can I chew the food for you and spit it in your mouth? Oh, yeah, it'll be great. I'll that get a step be, ladder. That wouldn't be necessary. <laughs> just give me that gravy. And he's just pouring, heaping. He's, I think he just drank a bowl of gravy. You know what's interesting, though, is that uh, we see this later in the movie. Jean-Claude always cuts a steak into tiny little bites. Mm. And Mookie was cutting his meat here in this scene into tiny little bites. So Jean-Claude is giving him some tasks for him. Making Mookie just feel amazing. So Sam is like, I could not help him notice a motorbike in that barn. How much would you like for it? I give you 200 Uh, no. It'll be 300 Stern deal. Take it or leave it. Hard bargain. And he's like, I will take it. And Mookie's like, but it needs a lot of work. I'll help you fix it. And then Priest is like, that guy's got the biggest <laughs> dick I've ever seen. Uh, everybody just goes, huh? He does! <laughs> and then fucking Clyde, he's like, whoa, whoa there. Bro. Well, Mookie confirms it. He Mookie <laughs> steps in. He's like, yeah, mom, this dick is amazing. We were like, arguing 12-8. She's like, it's average. So either she's a size queen and she has some big ass dicks in her or... She's trying to like, like, like you said, hate and love. She's trying to like, yeah, you know. She didn't like the fucking attitude she uh, he was giving her yeah. last night. So he, she and you know, the back. way to just fucking destroy a guy's self esteem is talk how small his dick is, right? And of so. course, what, 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 what else? The whole stern deal thing that was happening there. That wasn't <clears throat> talking like a woman in the smog. Yeah. You know, she's trying to take back. She's it. trying to fight through the smog. Battle. The fog and the smog are battling. Right. And she knows the quickest way to fucking traverse the smog. It's just an average dick. And then Mookie's like, but you saw it? 
Did you see it? Wait a minute. What'd you think, Mom? You saw his dick? How about are you? Are you gonna let him sleep in your bed? How about the shape? Was it a good shape, Mom? Was, Was he circumcised? Cut? <laughs> I need to know. And she's like, I'll tell you that for a bedtime story. <laughs> Let's finish our dinner. And now we're just kind of getting some cuts. We got Mookie watching Sam clean bike parts. He's like polishing a carburetor or something. Right. Was, first of all, it was pristine clean. Yet he's still scrubbing it for this some reason. This is the one. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> like brand it new. looked brand new out of a box. Just like a fresh coat of oil out of a package, you know. But that's it. Um, and this is actually, Mookie looked disappointed here. This is the first time we've ever seen Mookie in the same room looking sad Because about. he knows that means he's going to leave him. You're right. That's yeah. what it was. See, his, uh. Mookie's got the best motivation in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He wants his man to stay. <laughs> yes. Inside the house, Clyde's getting another talk from Franklin. Like, he offered $5 more for the land. That's right. And I, th- I think they have some goons here as well. Yeah, they're they're thr- they're they're being threatening with. It. I think Dunstan might even be here. Yeah, they might have been. They're, they're was Lonnie more- here trying to talk her into it? Like you should take the deal. I don't. I don't think it. Lonnie was there. Yet. But his cover was called being a lawyer, and Sam does a great job. Look, don't you need a like warrant? <laughs> well, yeah, they're 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 trying to say like. Well, we're going to take this to court, honey. and then Eminent we'll, domain. We can take it. We'll have this settled in a, in a week's time. And that's when Sam overhears that. Well, then she will countersue. And then she will have to go and get this paperwork. And you will have to go get that. And next thing you know, nine months later, you still do not have her land. That's how Trump does it. That is stall, how Trump does it. Just yeah. stall. And well, like, he probably read the art of the deal in prison. Right. And he was probably in prison with, like, his lawyer, Trump's lawyer. That could have been that, too. So Franklin's like, curse you, you damn lawyering people. The art of the deal gets me again. All right. Now, speaking of the art of the deal, we cut to that great presentation that Franklin has for the people of Podunkia. He's got the fucking. He, I thought. I thought I was waiting for fucking Sensei Seagal to bust in and show what they're really going to be doing with this land. Right. Fracking. Fracking. No. He's playing. He's like, can't you see? You'll have a, everyone will have their own mall. That's right. It will be great. Four billion parking lots. You're finally going to get your first Hooters restaurant. You'll have your own parking spot <laughs> with your name on it. Uh, you're going to get a T-Mobile store and a uh, gas station. The Toby Keith bar. And grill. And That's like, where they get you. We like the sound of that. Where's, here's our deeds right now. And Tom goes, wait a minute. Why are you selling out your granddaddy fucking tame this land? This is our life's blood. Given the you know rah rah speech, yeah, this is our quaint town. You're gonna come in here and pave. Wait, wait, wait. What's that song? Uh, tear down the paradise and put up a parking lot. I can park on a dirt space. I don't need asphalt. Clyde st- pipes in. Hey Tom, it's okay. No one else is gonna sell. We're all holding out. And Tom tells Clyde to shut the fuck up, Clyde. All right, shut the fuck up. And Tom takes off. And then you see Dunstan. That guy's going to be a problem. Right. Dunstan, Dunstan's in like... Dunstan's checking in. He's on the side of the, the town hall. He's got a cigarette. He's got a leg up on a chair. And he's fiddling around with the cars with a cigarette in his mouth and the lotion all over his hands. Right. He's just like, 
<laughs> but his hands look beautiful, smooth, <laughs> supple. I, I if I want, if I can get beat up, I'd want to be beat up with some smooth, <laughs> supple hands like that. Just glide right off right. you. Not to mention the peck jelly coat you always have on. So that night, Sam, I think is he back in the, the tent? I thought he was in the tent again. Okay, this is where it's like, where is Sam ever? <laughs> because he's in the middle of nowhere. He probably got creeped out by Mookie, so he went back to the tent. Okay, <laughs> that is very real. Yeah. And he hears some like noise and burning, smells the smoke, some real smog, gets out. It's Tom's fucking... Apparently, now he's like 10 yards away from Tom's fucking homestead. Yes. So it's like this movie's so fucking weird because shouldn't he have uh, been snooping on Tom and his wife and stealing their salt? No. You got a hot to trot widow. He followed his dick. And so he runs up to there. The wife's like, Tom's in the barn. He's getting the horses. We have we have a horse ranch. Three horses. So uh, so Sam runs in to help him. That's right. Saving everybody. Gets you them. get that one. I'll get this one. And then there's only one left because you have three horses. And then Tom's getting that one. And then, like, the fucking roof collapses on Tom, pins him down. But Sam rescues him. They get out, and then the fire spreads to the propane tank. Oh, my God, the propane. Who, at this time, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, an explosion's dangerous and all, but your home is ruined. Yeah. Like, everything's burned down. Who? Why even bother trying you gotta, to stop? You got to build new. Hopefully, you have insurance. These are podunks, though. They probably don't have insurance because they're mm. living off the grid. Living off the land, living off the grid. But, what? of course, Sam's mine working... He sees a water tower right next to that propane. It's very convenient. Thankfully, there's a front loader there. Frankly, he knows how to drive it. Thankfully, the keys are in the uh, ignition. He pushes it all over just in the nick of time. We see the paint bubbling on the propane tank. But no, he knocks over the water tower. It's splash. Mookie. We say, thank God we saved the propane tank. We have yeah. nowhere to live, but we can we can cook uh, some That's... some grill. <laughs> Assuming we have a grill hooked up to the propane tank. Hank Hill would be happy as fuck. <laughs> Hank Hill would be happy. Clyde and her family have showed up, so Mookie is just like, there's my man. <laughs> Hands on his cheeks, just, wow. So later on, Sam, with all the soot on him, is tucking Mookie into bed. Right. He's such a good guy, he's been allowed into the house And then again. he's like, you know, my dad wasn't that special. Could you be my dad? Maybe. Maybe not. So Sam, he finishes up tucking uh, Mookie in bed. He goes down, and Clyde, wants to share with him how lonely and sad she is. She's, she's not smelling the soot. She's smelling the smog. That's right. She's been, she's been giving it up to some... Uh, I don't know, some like John Weak dick. And she's like, I'm sick of this. He's a all, man, a he's guy all, that could f- drive a front loader. That's right. He's all pump and dump action style. Like, I then, need, I need someone to moats in my pussy. You see, that's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> Thank you, you see a little smirk guy. He's like, I got her. The smug works again. The French smug, and he's just like, he's like, don't worry, things will get better. And he walks back to the barn. Is that, was that the scene where she actually says, you should sleep in my bed yes. tonight? And he's like, I do not think that would be appropriate. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. She says, you should sleep in my bed tonight. You, But, John, like you, like you were saying, I'm sorry to keep yeah. – I wanted to hammer that point home. Yeah. Next day, Sam's still working on that bike. He knows, he hears something outside, looks out. This is the first time I've seen Clyde working on Yeah, this is where you farm. have Dreamweaver playing. She's oh, – 
fucking lathering up a horse. She's got a ponytail with the big like ribbon in her hair and everything. Got perfect sun again, lathering that horse, and then you just see the smile creep up uh, Sam's face. You know, he's like, "Oh shit, I'm into this now too." So he's like, "Mookie, we must go to the auto zone." Get in the zone. Good thing Franklin Hale showed up to install their first auto zone. That's right. what's going to win He's showing the people the wonders that could happen. Right. Have you ever heard of self-checkout? Because that's how you talk to uh, you know, small-town idiots, yeah, is you yell at them. So they're getting, some, they're getting brake fluid, which apparently, according to somebody on IMDb, this bike does not need brake fluid. Oh, really? So they, they fucked up. But I don't know. Come on, Joel. Get your shit together. Hey there, partner. What you what you doing there? What are you, what you working on there? I am working on my motorcycle. What was that? A, you, a motorcycle? A motorcycle? Well, ain't that ain't that pretty? Ain't that cute? Where did you say you're from again, friend? Uh, around the block? No, no, you're not around my block. Well, you best go back to that block, son, because. <laughs> Things aren't looking good, but good luck with that motorcycle. <laughs> Cut to Dunstan. He's talking to a guy on the front loader. That's right. All right, here. I want you to get rid of these guys with the front loader. <laughs> this is this scene confused me. This next, I scene. I didn't understand this scene either. It's like, wait, what? They're hiring another construction crew to go fight. No, this they're guy? not. They're hiring two suited, like you said, in suits goons. Yeah, these yeah, have the construction guys do this. I, was that part of the deal? Hey, I want to hire you guys. I'm going to buy you a baggy suit that won't fit you. <laughs> we need some new goons. It's going to be cool. Yeah, sure, of course. And he's like, Hey, what's that behind your ear? Well, it's because he had fucking lotion on his <laughs> All fingers. That lotion. Two of spades. That's his card, apparently. The two of, that's the ace of spades. That's the, the only trick he notes. Yeah, it's always the two of spades. So, uh, all right, Sam's get, he's, get, he's going to wash up from working on that bike. It, by the way, it's a triumph. They point, yes. they, that's a, a, that was one of the questions he had for him. Oh, what kind of bike I'm working on? No, I'll freely admit I don't know fuck all about motorcycles, but it was a dirt bike. Like, did they make Triumph a dirt bike? I thought Triumph was a motorcycle. This is a dirt bike. They probably made dirt bikes, too. Which you need because he does a lot of off-roading on the, in this yeah. future scene. It makes well, sense. Yeah. So, all right, Sam's walking in, and he sees... Mom, this is, they don't have a TV, apparently. Yeah. So they just watch Mom's wedding, not video, fucking film, yes. home movies, That's on a reel-to-reel film projector. So Sam is invited to sit down and watch with them. He doesn't sit down. He just kind of stands there and watches it. And Mookie just staring, just staring into Sam's eyes as Sam watches. Every once in a while, turning to look at the screen. He's like, that's my dad. He wasn't as cool as you. Right. But, you know. Brie, of course, is into it. Any any kind. She's so fucking heterosexual. Yeah, she's horny as fuck. <laughs> horny as fuck. And so she's watching it, and she's like, Mom, why is Dad lifting you like that? That's what you do when you get married. They try. They they pick you up and take you away to your happy life after after. And then they like there's a video like there's a you know a scene of uh, mom and dad kissing, and Breeze is like, "Whoo! I see why you married him. He can kiss." Must make up for that lesser than average dick he had. <laughs> and that's when John Claude gets he blushes and he's got to leave the room. Yeah, he knows. Well, he knows the master of the kiss is the Frenchman. Yeah. I could. I didn't know what that was supposed to be. You think it's because he was like, not only do I have a bigger dick than this man, <laughs> yes. I kiss better than yes. him. 
And then he goes, blows a little smog and walks out the room. <laughs> so Clyde chases them out to the porch. And she's like. Yeah, they have like a serious heart to heart sitting down. She's lighting up a cigarette. You know, it's one of those conversations. Right. One of those long nights. Talking about how little her husband meant to her. She's like, don't think I cared about that guy. Even though I make my kids watch this fucking film every fucking night. Right. Well, that's the only video they have. Only film they have. There we go. And she's like, I I did love my husband, but I'm he's dead. Yeah. He's rotting in the ground, right. as, as Brie loves to say every time she gets. Right. Uh, Sam admits that he also used to be married. And that's about all the backstory we need on Sam. <laughs> yeah. I used to be married. I used to have sex with women, too. <laughs> Is it well, just to make sure she knows he's hetero? Yes. And yeah. then she's just like, well, there's room in my bed for one more. And then he smirks again. He looks at the camera, smirks. The smug hits again. But he can't do it. You are very special. Uh, I'm going to head to the barn. He knows exactly what he's doing. Playing her like a fiddle. By my count, two nights in a row. Rejected. Lonnie the cuck is watching all of this. Because he came over to fuck her. Cause that's what he, Well, you know. here's the fucked up thing, Murray, is that he's eavesdropping in his police uniform. So he's not even off duty yet. So he's got to go he wants, finish up. He's looking for the duty of her booty. Yeah. And he's like, he's been replaced. You're right. a cuck. All right. Yeah. So he shows up again out of uniform. Drunk. Yeah. Been drinking. He's got a beer can in his hand. Of course. He's the police. It's okay. Yeah. And he's, he's there just to fuck her because he, he used to be able to do that. Right. And now he's been replaced, and he's just like, well, I'm here to fuck. She's like, yeah, I have a headache. I don't, uh, maybe another time. You never have a headache. What is going on here? Some fucking French cousin of yours shows up. Is and- that guy in his above average dick? Is that it? He's got his wiener out right now. See, it's average. I looked it up in the dictionary. <laughs> She's... Dictionary is dick, right? Uh, Murray. And she's just like. Murray. Dick. <laughs> oh. Shinary. Oh, yeah. You fucking and asshole. Clyde is like, you're, you're pulling on it, all right? <laughs> I see the you're fish weights. You're stretching it I out. see the fish weights hanging off it. You're, you're stretching just, it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Your move sucked anyway. So he just storms up, throws his beer at her, and just fucking runs away. Moments later, the construction crew. What are they doing? Like, they're just. Are, was it gasoline? Was it just like waste, like shit water? Like, it, what were they doing? Just dropping fluids. Maybe, maybe they are actually fracking because this looks like dump waste. It looked awful. I saw corn kernels in here. They're just. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> fucking with the field that maybe she grows shit on. We don't know what she fucking farms. So they've got four barrels in the back of a truck. They knock the caps off it, so they start leaking out. And Spilling, then the, maybe it's gravy. I don't maybe, know what the fuck it <laughs> is. Which John Club would be very happy about. Uh, and they start driving off, leaving a trail behind. Apparently, it's also flammable. And they're spreading all this gas. Sam, <laughs> like a fucking dog. I think he was sleeping in a tree at this moment. <laughs> Happens to hear everything and just shows up, rips a guy out of the fucking one of the front loaders because there's front loaders everywhere in this town. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Everybody has multiple front loaders, cows, horses. One of the driver, Judo Jean LaBelle. 
Oh shit, that's right. Why like why are you wasting him in this fucking nothing role? Because John Claude grabs a handful of like chain and hurls it at him. Yeah. And like knocks him out because because judo like crashes the front loader on Jean Claude yes. thinking he crushed this was him. Right. He because yeah. it's a big bucket, so yeah. of course there's a spot for him to hide <laughs> in. And he like traps Jean Claude. He's so happy with himself, and he's like like a kid trapping a bug. He's like, oh, I gotta see if it's still under there. Lifts the bucket, like looking around to try to yeah. see him. And he's like, where did he go? Magic trick of his own. That's right. And suddenly Jean Claude is on the bucket. Yeah. He held on, jumps behind him, and garrotes him with the chain. <laughs> And then jumps off, and a guy's ready to fight him again. And again, all jobber matches. So well, jo- it makes sense because these guys are jobbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Sam looks around and finds like a four by four fence post, you know, yeah. and fucking grabs it, <laughs> smashes it on this guy's face, like it, it bursts into splinters. And what does he say, Murray? Strike three, you're out. Joe Esterhouse vomiting. He's like. I didn't write that. That makes no sense either. He <laughs> fucking hit him. He's the batter. Strike three, you're out would be him because he's the he, batter. He is a Montreal Expo fan, so he doesn't know much about baseball. Montreal Expos used to be one of the best teams ever, Not especially when... in the late 80s. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I might be. No, I think I'm confusing them with the Blue Jays. Cut two. Franklin is furious. He's yelling at Dunstan. What am I paying you for? Why am I doing a French accent? What am I paying you for? I don't fucking. I want to get the fuck out of here, but I'm going to get rid of it. We're going to force this bitch to sell. And then we got Lonnie meeting with Dunstan. Wants the first crack at Sam. He comes with important information. He's not actually from here. Dunstan's just like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? What are we paying you for? He's not from here. Oh, I didn't know he was from here. But he learned that he's an escaped convict. Was it here that he learned it? I don't know. I if thought he, he had like no, a dossier. No, he said, he, said, he said the FBI are looking for him. Yeah. So, so he's got like a dossier on all of his. The guy's mugshot and all that shit. They show, he shows that evidence a little later okay. on. He gave him a little bit of evidence to, like saying, the, I think the police are looking for him. So Lonnie's still trying. He didn't want Clyde to, is the only game in town, so he's like trying to get back yeah, with her. He didn't want to tip his whole hand here. He does that in a little while. So he says, I want the first crack at Sam, and Dunson's like, by all means. So he arrives. Uh, uh, Sam is like put, fixing the barn door, and Lonnie comes in. Spread him. I know who you are. Let me and he handcuffs him to the handle of the barn door. The handle of the barn door is up there, though. Yeah. Like, John well, Claude has got his hands above his head. Well, everything, he likes everything high. He likes his pants high. He likes his barn. <laughs> your barn door is open. You know, that euphemism. <laughs> it fits this. And so he's like, he's ready to fucking roots this he's motherfucker. He's making sure Mookie can't get it. <laughs> he can't reach it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But you know Mookie has tunnels and shit, like the Dude. kid, like the kid Feral Child from Road Warrior. He's got tunnels everywhere. I was wearing my goon shirt the other day, and I was at the 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 meat monger, and the little lady was like, oh, "Are you wearing a goonie shirt?" And I was like, "Oh no, not quite." And then he punched her. And then I punched you her. Dumb bitch. So 
He's handcuffed with his back to Lonnie, and he starts kidney punching him. Ugh. Why can't you leave time with your big ass dick? That big dick's going to be pissing blood tonight. And just punching those kidneys. If you can't for her. Wait, I did that wrong. No, think, if you can't for her, you would not be doing this. And Lonnie realizes the error of his ways. I can't compete with that big French cock. So he uncuffs him and leaves. Just leave. Get out of here. No more trouble. I want her. Clyde returns home, finds Sam all beat up. Let me take care of you. Let me bring you inside. She dampens the washcloth, just touching spots on his body. <laughs> well, yeah. He got beat the fuck up in, like, the kidneys and everything. He's not on his belly in her bed. No. He's, he's flexing those abs hard as she dabs him ever so gently. Who did this to you? I cannot tell. Why do you do this to me? You infuriate me. All right, I will leave. I will get out of your life. That's what I want. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know what I want. Wait. I think I do know what back. I want. Your eyes. Dun, 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 your eyes. Kabuki's outside holding the boombox up. <laughs> and then. Bree's got the cup to the door. <laughs> got the fucking. Got a fucking turkey baster or whatever fuck she can use. <laughs> She's under the bed. <laughs> So this is why we see why Jean-Claude doesn't do love scenes. Because we get this really awkward... And now I'm seeing like, all right, maybe Rosanna Kid did get naked in the first scene because she does get topless. Yeah. And he like she's wearing jeans and a shirt. He takes the shirt off. He's wearing tidy whities He flips her over on her back. He's on right. top. This little nipple sock on her. That's right. And she's top heavy, and we know that's his type. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and then we just fade away. We're waiting for. We're waiting. No. We're, we're getting out the Swedes and scale and everything. It's a it's, big production to get this. It's a real scale, people. Yeah, and it goes like it's like a fucking like applause thing where it goes right. up and down. <laughs> and, you got to calibrate it for an hour, and then fucking there's, goddamn Jean Claude cock blocks us. Yeah, big time cock blocking this. I want to put this. I know I said earlier we got the sweets and scale in action here, and we will give it a sweets and scale rating, but it's not good. Like, the moves are bad. Uh, sexual movement. Sexual movements oh. are non existent for a ballerina. <laughs> Come the fuck on. I mean, John Claude does the worst move, and Murray did not notice this, I did but John Claude's trying to, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, simulate that he's getting his dick out. And so he reaches into his tidy twi- whities and he starts like tossing his dick around. And then Meanwhile, he, she's wearing jeans. Yes. So he's supposed to be raw dogging it into denim, which is <laughs> fucked. But then he's like untucks his uh, tidy whities to get his like, dick. First of all, who would just pull your dick out of your underwear? Like take your underwear off. Like We got to <laughs> got the butt shot there. Right. I, uh, so, you could have butt thrusting into her. Right. No, we don't get any of that. A movie that I gave an A plus <laughs> gets a D plus for this scene. And the D plus is only because there was boobs in it. There was no D plus. There was no dick at all. So it can't get a dick plus. <laughs> well, it did it's get a, a D minus for me. <laughs> what well, should I give it? A- because the dick was missing. 
Should I give it a B plus because there was boobs in it? No, it's a D plus because there was boobs in it. I give it a D minus because the D was minus. The music was awful. The sun, the the lighting in the room was good. So the lighting in the boobs got it a D plus for me. Wasn't the was it in the daytime? It was. It was uh, that evening sunlight just okay. pounding through the window. It's actually the they worst. Pro- I think they took a week to film that scene just because they wanted to get the right light. The right lighting. And it yeah. worked. All right. All right. So you got a D plus and a D minus on the speeds and scale. See, guys. We're Next morning, Mookie is ecstatic because oh, his and mom- the making out was awful. The making yeah. out was awful. There was a tongue scene there. Oh, she got it. her tongue deep into his mouth. I noticed yes. that. Yeah, yeah. That should have been more points, but it was yeah. it was awkward with there being no tension, like actual like emotion in this at all. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's weird. So Mookie sees his mom is glowing. She got fucked. She's she wa- got the good dick, not the Lonnie dick. Oh, yeah. She's ironing some uh, clothes and everything, and uh, Mookie walks in. Hey, I'm going to go to the barn to wake up Sam. Sam's not in the barn. What? No, Sam's in the barn. No. He's sleeping. Where's he sleeping? This is very inappropriate scene. One million percent inappropriate. <laughs> Where is he sleeping? <laughs> Mookie gets to look at his face, waiting for his mom to tell him. He's like, oh, my God, please say it. He's in my bed. Yes! <laughs> Give, I want every detail, Mom. Every detail. Holy yeah. shit. Is there time? Is he going to be up anytime soon? Should I put on a cup of coffee, pot of coffee? Mom, spare. No. Detail. Oh, Bree like pops up from underneath the fucking table. <laughs> Get, Get out my- here, you fuck Sam. <laughs> Get me the salt. <laughs> What's it look like hard? How big is it hard? You know, she's just like. <laughs> He's nine centimeters. It's just soft. What is he hard? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah, no, guys, seriously, watch this movie. We're not making any of this shit up. It's so fucking Mookie weird. Mookie says, what did you do to him, Mom? Tell me. Oh, right, because she's like, he's not waking up anytime soon. <laughs> what did you do to him? He's like, I need to take notes. <laughs> Just as that, <laughs> they're getting into it, Dunstan shows up. And oh. he's there to... St- <laughs> and he shows up with Bree. Yeah. Because Bree will talk to anybody. <laughs> as long as you're talking about dicks, she's just like... Into it. She was probably out there bragging that her mom just got deep dicked by fucking Sam, the Quebecian from out of town. So even like Dunstan's like, you know, your daughter shouldn't be talking to a creepy stranger. What's going on here? She's out here telling me about some guy you were just sleeping she with. She said French dicks are better than American <laughs> dicks. I don't believe that's true. Ma'am, I got to tell you, before you d- double dog down on the d- uh, the, the French fry Give this American fry a try. No, I'm sorry. Sam pops in, trained. He's he's got like a Gatorade in his hand, and he's like, "I think it is time for you to leave." All right, partner. Right there. Well, you're packing something there, son. <laughs> and then he fucking leaves. Everybody's impressed. Is that a French fry? You're happy to see me. But you know what? I'm gonna give. This is why I love okay. Van, Van Dam over Seagal. because Van Dam Seagal would never let anyone say his dick's average. Van Damme is secure enough that he's just like, I could let somebody say my dick is average. Right. He would rarely let, because Seagal has a thing where the first moment of the movie goes, that's the guy who did it, and I'm going to get him. Ruins any kind of suspense in the movie. He's just, I know that was the guy. 
Zagal would then go for the guy, whereas Jean-Claude is like, I'll get him when I get him. So Lonnie they, returns to Hale and Dunstan. This is where he's got all the shit on the FBI. That's right. And he's like, look, we got the dirt on him. I'll just tell him to get the fuck out, and I won't tell anybody. Right. And he's got to like, take that deal. Right. And they, they were like, well, why don't we get the FBI involved? Well, and now the yokel plays the smart guy. Why would I get the FBI involved when you guys are up to some uh, dirty deeds done dirt cheap? But not really. This is where I'm waiting to find that there's oil underneath her fucking land. No, they're just they're really making a fucking housing development. I, I mean, they're trying to buy people out of their property. But I mean, aside from oh, burning houses down and everything, oh, but only Tom, everybody else is in. And threatening Clyde. There's not a ton of illegal shit going on. They're making it look like we don't want the feds involved with this. Right. Fucking cares. I, the feds, when it, they, they would show up and be like, we don't give a shit about <laughs> barn living motherfuckers. Wait, that's some sweet puss over there. Is she available? All right, we're out of here. So, yeah, so he's like, I'll just tell him to leave. So Lonnie shows up. He tells Clyde because he wants Clyde back. And he tells her about Sam's wanted fugitive. Well, yeah, he tells he tells Sam first. He's like, yeah. I'm going to tell Lonnie, or I'm going to tell Clyde that you're a fugitive. I know you're a fugitive. I'm going to tell her. So get the fuck out of town, or I'm going to turn you into the feds, and I'm going to turn Lonnie. Tell Lonnie. God damn it, I did it again. I'm going to tell Clyde that you're a fucking fugitive. And sure enough, Clyde shows up just then. So he walks out, and Sam's got that, you know, just like, well, my, li- my life just got pulled right under my feet here. He has no mission in his life. Allow me to explain. And we, this is where we learn why he was in jail. I used to be a thief back in Quebec. And there was a bank robbery. And I had this kid, Billy, working with me. And a guard, he got the drop on me. He would have killed me. But Billy shot him. Somehow Billy gets away and fucking Sam takes the rap right. for that. I don't, I don't, we don't I, you get... think there would be fucking cameras in a fucking bank. That we right. would see everything. Right. But it was 93, so the cameras that were there probably were on like a 15-second delay or something. <laughs> delay. Billy does not have the buns of a Jean-Claude. You can tell <laughs> just by the outline of the plot. And we've learned fucking Sam's packing, so we probably yeah. had a bulge that could be discernible. <laughs> That's right. Even on those old shitty cameras, they could tell. And she's just like, no, you're a fucking thief. Get the fuck out of here. So Sam's got to go out. He sees uh, Mookie and Bree are just like playing on a hill, and he gives Mookie a little wave, and you know Mookie calls out, "Sam, look at me! I can do a handstand." And then he goes to the barn, packs up his little satchel, hobo satchel, pulls out that recorder to leave a message. I think he's leaving a message for Mookie. He is. Yeah. He's not. Well, he immediately says, "Clyde, Clyde." Cut two. Mookie listening in because he's he's Griffin. Yeah. See, it would have made. I thought he was gonna leave it for Mookie, but yeah. no, he makes it for Clyde. It's just that Mookie's so obsessed with them. Of course, he's gonna go through everything. He smelled everywhere. He slept. Smelled his underwear. He left. <laughs> it was. He was just prison underwear. Fucking ranky <laughs> shit. He's like, I'm well, wearing his drawers. They might have been the underwear he was wearing when he fucked his mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. It leaves that pussy stank. 
So he's playing that. Clyde walks in on him, listening to it. He's like, Clyde, I hope you can forgive me. I don't even remember what he left on the, the tape. What That's literally it? all we hear of it. Clyde, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. So Lonnie returns to Frank. He's like, great news. That fucker left. We can go on with it. And he even gets an applause from, you know, Frank and uh, Dunstan Good himself. Good job, you dumbass fucking hit cop. I can go back to Cleveland. Yeah. And as soon as Lonnie closes the door, happy, I did something right. I got Lon- or Clyde back in my life. Everything's going to be great now. Dunstan and Franklin look at each other like, we should still kill Sam, right? Yeah, we got to kill this motherfucker. Sam drove off in the on the Triumph. He fixed it finally. And he's in, in his natural habitat, the woods. He's got his tent made. He's got that stake out. Got, he, t- he did take the salt. I think that's what he was apologizing for. Yeah. He had to take the salt. It's not even the stakeout yet. He's He stops for a steak at a diner. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. And he's sitting there. He's got all those crumpled 20s from the big bank heist <laughs> that he was on. Uh, and he's sitting there, and he's like, I don't have Mookie to cut this for me. This <laughs> is so trouble. hard. Because he's in a, he learned. He puts the fucking knife, the knife in the in the right hand. It's, in America, we do it opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's all confused. It's all confused. He's got. He's like, wait, the knife is on this side and the fork is on this. Side. I don't know. And then a cop comes in. I think it was uh, Ponch. Yep. And he's like, hey, who's got the who's that bike? Is that out there? That Triumph. Who's got the Triumph out there? This is mine. Where are you from? Because he hears the accent. I'm from Quebec. You rode that bike down here? Yeah. He's acting really suspicious. Like, just answer the question. Yeah, put a smile on your face. Answer the question. And then he just throws down a crumpled 20 up and leaves. Leaves that beautiful steak. It looked looked well done. It was shitty looking. It looked awful. And, you know, the cop goes on to ask, you know, the, the cook there, Hey, what's your specials today? Well, we're having steak, but, you know... You could just have that guy steak. He didn't eat any of it. Just so he doesn't know how to cut it. Yeah. That's why. Just so we could get a shot of how horribly cut the steak was. The Maybe fact he didn't eat it. he gets it so well done because it's easier to cut. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't be as chewy. He did dryer, have a butter knife. Yeah. so. <laughs> and he was just stabbing. <laughs> he was just going down. So on the it. cop goes, I don't like the way this looks. So he, he writes down the license plate as Sam takes off. So now Sam is in his, his little tent, tent, little hobo village he made for himself, and he this he gets he he's got a little fire going. Finally, learned to blow on it. That's right. And he's got a map, and then this is where I think he decides he's going to go back. So he crumples the map up and throws it in the fire. But I think that he's like, I'm going back to Clyde. Right. He might have been deciding that. It might have been later on. But what he knows is that there's people lurking nearby. He's Here's, learned some skills. Stop licking. He sees a... I'm sorry. He sees <laughs> a, a a man on horseback. I thought it was like Planet of the Apes fucking beginning where they captured... Right, for like, real. I was like, holy shit, this is getting interesting. Fucking right. talking apes? No, it's just some horse riding cops. This scene was very big in my childhood. Two scenes here are about to be very big. When, okay. he, when he has the bike just leaned up against a tree... Because he knows people are around him. His bike just happens to be leaned up against a tree. And John claude jumps in the air, lands on his bike, ready to ride, and just kicks it into gear. Doesn't need a kickstand because it's leaning against a tree, saving him a second. And I used He needs to- that second. Why? 
put on his shades. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Slowly, as if he was waiting for his entrance music. Uh, but this is what I used to do with my bike. I would lean it against trees and jump on it. Very impressionable. I can't believe how influential Nowhere to Run was you can't, for you. I, I can't wait to tell you about the other scene that really influenced me. Okay. So here we are. We're cutting through the woods. There's horses. He's getting by everybody. He's weaving through trees and shit. It's very treacherous territory and all yeah. that. It's going to be tough to ride through. So it's kind of a cool stunt and all that. Well, that's, that's why he has a dirt bike. He can yeah. use an off-road vehicle. Yeah. So. And there's a he's a, like it's just, I mean he's just evading the cops. I mean nothing yeah. spectacular. Yeah, it doesn't add up to a whole lot. It's a chase scene. You know how we feel about chase scenes, but my nostalgia bonus going like hard. A, there's like a trail across the top of this hill. Oh, we can't even go to that yet. Okay. No, we can't go there yet because before he gets out to the out of the woods here, he like jumps it, hides under an embankment, and then kills the motor. Oh yeah. And. St- Stops the wheel, which is also a maneuver I used to do because it was just cool. I would jump off my bike and stop the wheel. With your hand. Bare hand. With that's, my bare hand. That's treacherous. It is treacherous. Thank you. And he evades the cops for five seconds using that move. I don't get it, but I loved it as a kid. So we get a scene like a helicopter shot, a nice helicopter shot of him driving across the top, the top of this ridge. He's being followed. Then he comes to a cliff. Or is it a cliff? Yeah, I know. They build it up like a cliff, and it isn't really a cliff. Because he stops, and it looks like he's going to turn back to the uh, to the cops. But no, he decides he's going over the cliff. But it's not a cliff. It's just a hill. And he just drives slowly down the hill. And then this... I guess they're like, fuck, we can't do anything about that. Yeah, he does like a couple donuts, and then he just slowly goes down the hill... And you're like, okay, he's fucking off to Nowhereville. There's nothing out there. Well, that's it's, what they say. They let him go. They're right? like, he's gone. They got all their guns. They don't shoot. They're just like, yeah, he's fucking gone. Who cares? Uh, Cut and back then to Clyde. We'll go back to Clyde. She's, her, her spider sense is tingling. And she's like, let's locking the doors. And the kids are playing Monopoly, the boringest game on the planet. Well, yeah. And it's like. Apparently, she just dives into it. Can you do that? Because she wasn't playing with them. And then she's like, give me those dice. And yeah. Rolling. Mama got a hot hand. Give me them fucking dice. And they're like, Mom, are you scared? No, I'm just being safe. Yeah, because the, the kids point out, we never lock up. Why are we locking up all of a sudden? Just for fun. I just want to. Sam finally comes to a crossroads. He can go escape off to fucking Winnipeg, where the fuck we're at. Yeah. Or... He can turn back. And we just hear him whisper, Clyde. Back to the kids. Apparently the lockup didn't work that well. Yeah, because there's not a long, drawn out, we're trying to break it. Nope, they just kicked the door open. Because yeah. Dunson's pissed. He wants to get back to Cleveland. Like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Get this bitch to sign this and we can get the fuck out of here. So they grab her. Kids run to the... There's a lot of fucking hatches in this Dude, house. this house is insane. I, I kept thinking of, like, Home Alone shit, because that house is also bonkers. So they, like, there is a weird staircase ladder in the <laughs> kitchen that leads to their bedroom. Yeah. And one of the goons, the new goon that uh, we talked about getting hired and getting a new suit, <laughs> tries to climb it's it and like falls. like fat old guy. Yeah, he's a fat <laughs> old guy. He tries to climb it and falls... And Dunstan all pissed off. Why don't you fucking try the stairs, you fat ass? 
So he does. He comes around. And, you know, Clyde, like we said, already caught. Yeah. Immediately caught. Mookie and Bree are going to the window. Yeah, they get to their bedroom. Bree's like, I ain't fucking jumping out of that window. Where they have attic access, which is another staircase ladder. Yeah. They get <laughs> a hatch. Yep, yes. Yep. They get up in there, and they have multiple hatches in the attic too, which is so they. Well, they you learned that from Last Gasp. They had a lot of fucking. That's right, they did too. That's just wait. Where was Last Gasp? That house at the end. Oh, that was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, maybe that's why Pennsylvania was on my head. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, so they're gonna go out the window. Well, Mookie is breeze through chicken shit to do it. She's all talk. So she gets caught. She gets caught by the fat old guy. So now we're in the kitchen. We see we got two the two girls captured. They're both talking about dick sizes. None of these none of these fucking pansy asses who caught us have dicks. When Lonnie shows up, he's like, "Is that anyone talking about pathetic dicks in there? Is there somebody like <laughs> slightly average dicks, <laughs> near average dicks?" Goons uh, take Bree and they hide. Yeah, they they well, yeah, they hide and they just leave Clyde out Guys, there. Dustin just throws Bree into a spare room. He's like, "I'm sick of this shit." Open the door, throws her in, and just shuts the door. She threw a bottom heavy magazine. Or he threw a bottom heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dick magazine. Go read this, you dumbass. Is that, is that the dick magazine? Bottom it heavy? It could be. Yeah. Trouser heavy. So uh, Mookie's hanging from the edge of the roof, drops down to another roof, drops down to another roof. It's very much like a video game. Yep. And one Goon, of the guys, <laughs> notices him. So now, now it's time for Mookie to play some mind games. That's he right. Runs, hey, Mister, I'm hiding He's doing in the stables. It's a very Home Alone scene. Yeah, yeah. Tee come and get me. Tee So we're getting the fat guy walking into the horse stable. It's very slow. He's going through each booth, each stall, looking at each horse. Like that one's got. Looking beautiful. at the fucking south end of a north facing horse, and then <laughs> Mookie squeezes the horse's balls. Boom! Kicks the guy in the face. Would have killed you. <laughs> it killed you. But no, we got to build this up a yeah. little bit more. So uh, Mookie's like, yes, I did it. Now to get, finish the job. Doing a, the Macaulay Culkin thing. He runs out of the ho- uh, the uh, horse stable and gets grabbed. And I was like, fuck you, Mookie. God, you suck. But don't worry, everybody. You notice the checkered pattern shirt uh, holding him. It's Sam. So he's like, I will help you. And so let's go to the house. But before they do, Marie, oh, yeah. before they do, fat old goon gets up. The horse did not murder him. No, he's, he's, he has all his teeth. He doesn't. I think he has a mark on his face. He doesn't. He did, he's no John Moxley. Not even bleeding. No. So John Claude fixes that. And he, I don't remember what he did. He slams the door in his face. Oh, yeah. He grabs. Right where he put that handle, slams him in the face, and then, then he knocks the guy unconscious. That that knocks him unconscious. Delayed reaction. Ugh. All right. So back, back in the house, they're like like forcing uh, 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 Clyde to slide the deed over to them. Lonnie's knocked out. Uh, and this is where Dunstan is getting his acting chops in because him and I don't know if they work together on this, but he's very handsy with her. He's like grabbing her hair, throwing her face into the paperwork. He's, uh, you know, doesn't get the lotion. It gets the hose. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. 
Oh man, he's very, and very so aggressive. That's, here. A, that's enough of a threat to get her to sign it over. But she, well, she does one less. She spits on it, and he slaps her across the face. It's intense. This is, I, I mean, this. So is they're like, it's not. So okay, all done. S- no, we got to burn the house down. Yeah, like Clyde looks up. Great, it's all done. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. And then the camera turns to Franklin's here, Franklin Hale, which these types would never be in these situations. Well, no, my dear, I'm so sorry, but we've yeah. got to have insurance on our side. <laughs> we have what? to cover our bases. What? What is this? Like, anyways. Well, no, I, I kind of makes sense Please. because first of all, she signed something under duress. She could go to the police. Maybe, but. If they destroy the house, she has nothing. So maybe she'd have to take his, his deal. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Okay. I yeah. like this. And so Franklin just goes, Al, you know what to do. And here's another A goon. fat old guy. <laughs> another fat old guy named Al. Lights the curtains on fire. So he's standing by a window. Yeah. And that just happens to be the window that Sam's on the other side of. Breaks the window, grabs Al, and breaks Him just, and the flaming curtains. With yeah. Him. Sets Al on fire. You can totally see the fucking pack jelly. It's it was the worst. so, it was All so on this bad. Old fat guy so covered he in pack jelly. Quickly beats the shit out of Al. Dunstan's like hiding under a couch, and he's like, "I'll go check on it." Goes to look out the window. John Claude's gone. But he hears some creeping up in the attic. That's right. God damn it! I'm gonna have to go get this guy. Grabs his shotgun. Goes up to the attic. Notices that there's just the window open with the breeze pulling the curtains out. So he's like, that motherfucker went out on the roof. And all of a sudden, from behind, bam! Sam tackles uh, uh, Dunstan out they the window. They go through the window. They hit on a, a roof, roll over, hit another roof, roll over. They're and on the ground. This is where it's like we needed a real fight. We need Bolo. We need a Bolo. We need somebody menacing and big and uh, martial artist and all that shit because we got Ted Levine. Yeah, it's got an actor. I got an actor. And so they're struggling. At least the fight wasn't pretty or anything. No, they're tackling not. each other into shit. They're hitting In each fact, other. There's with a the very objects. interesting scene coming up. Okay. They're struggling. They got because he still got the shotgun. They're struggling. Right. And then they start punching each other. They're they're. I didn't notice this. They break off a fence. So water is pouring on them. Oh yeah, there's an outdoor faucet. Did it switch the fence? No, no. I, I missed book. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought I, I might have wrote faucet. something wrong. I yeah. So there was an outdoor faucet that we saw. Uh, Ted. Uh, Ted. Uh, Dunstan tackles John Claude into it, so now they're just covered in water, and you're seeing just how far up those pants are pulled on them, how constrictive those so denims are. So that gave Dunstan the edge. Oh, yeah. So he's controlling the fight now, and he throws Sam through a picket fence door, a gate, grabs a pitchfork. I remember this. Yeah. So so uh, Sam's on the ground. He's going to stab Sam. He pins Sam's wrist down with his foot. He's ready yeah. to stab at Sam. But they, here comes Mookie. Tack, well, tackles. Grabs Dunstan by the leg. Bites him on the dick. That's right. He's like a pit bull. He's just like, Dunstan's like, ah! He's like, this kid's like swinging off his dick. That allows Sam to recover. He's got enough time. Thank you, Mookie. They the, grapple over the pitchfork that's still in Dunstan's hands. And then Sam just repeatedly pummels Dunstan in the face. It was the super weirdest cut because they're tussling. We're no, getting- no, no, no. The weirdest cut's right after this. Oh, okay. He's punching him repeatedly. And then the camera he throws 
Dunstan and the camera does a 360. <laughs> it spins with Dunstan. Every, I have a gif of that. I'm going to be putting that oh, up on Twitter. Oh, cool, cool. And Every he, part of that was so <laughs> weird because they're doing the tussle over it and then John Claude's just like, wait, why? It's like Bugs Bunny and Daffy fight and John Claude just starts punching him in the <laughs> face and Dunstan's just like, huh. And it just takes five more just staring at him. Well, like, it's believable because, I mean, John Cloud would beat this guy's ass. Well, yeah, 100%. Boy. And then, he, like you said, he throws him. They do the spin fucking camera move into the windshield of the cop car. He, I thought he was dazzling. Did he kill him? The Okay, I'll give him big props here. Like, when he crashed through that windshield and he's got blood, like, all over his face. He tough. collapses with his eyes open. So I'm like, he's dead. How yeah. did he, he kill him? It looked like he had blood just, coming just out of his eyeballs. Him. It was intense. So, of course, Sam turns his back on him. He tells Mookie, you stay behind me, which actually puts him in more danger. Right. And then, <laughs> of course, this is like every horror movie. Dun, dun. You got to check if he's dead, and he's not. Dunstan gets up with the shotgun. He shoots it fucking uh, uh, Sam. But Sam! He ducks, so it just hits the side of the barn door. And then that, he, that fucking gun... Dad had that dad would put in his mouth and pull every day, and Mookie would do the same. Mookie throws it, boomerangs it. And this is apparently everybody's lucky day because the one bullet is right in the chamber. That's right. And he shoots Dunstan dead. Au revoir, fucker. Yeah, because we forgot to mention there, Dunstan said au revoir to him one time. So that's a callback. Yeah, yep. All right. Now so, Franklin's freaking the fuck out. I don't right. know why. Because everybody's dying around him. Cops show up. Right. And it just so happens that he's backing out of the house with a gun to Clyde's head, who's he didn't holding need hostage. To do this. He could have lied about all. I don't know why he's freaking out. He's the rich white man. He could have done whatever he wanted. That's what he pretty much says. He's like, I'm a rich white man. Don't you know who I am? And like, drop the gun. All right, so inside, Sam, Lonnie was all, like, uh, cuffed up and everything. Sam frees him, helps him up, and then he's got to go to tell Mookie, look, I did something bad. I must pay the price. But you're not a bad guy. You just got a really big dick. I know, and it will serve me well in prison. But I must do if I cannot do If I cannot do the crime, I should not have done the crime. And then so he walks out. Fuck, I guess. He, well, you got to say he promised Clyde that he'll come back. And because and she's this, like, however long it takes. This is a love movie after all. They exchange I love yous. Uh, he did. He didn't technically murder a guy, but he was in jail for murder. So he's going to be in there for a while. And he escaped. Yeah. So Lonnie does tell him, hey, I got a lot of swing in this podunk town. So if like, you get, I get matters at all. If you get tried here, I might be able to help you out. So Sam gets the cuff slapped on him and he's heading out the door. And, you know, he gets to the picket fence where he turns around and Bree gives him this, like, little limp wave. Your dick's not so big. I just saw in Bottom Heavy Magazine the biggest schlong I've ever seen. <laughs> That's why she turned on him. Like, a, two days ago, she was uh, like, what? She's the true size queen, Bree. Yeah. Well, well like, I've got like to mother, like Bree, you. <laughs> Not expect that. <laughs> okay, okay. And then Mookie Mo- <laughs> shrieks like the little girl that Bree is. 
don't leave me. Comes in. I'll him. go to prison with you. <laughs> he attempts to kill somebody so he can go to jail. <laughs> he, well, he's still got his daddy's gun. Um, puts it to an officer's head. No, he, he hugs up on John claude Fucking rubbing his cheek against John claudes crotch. Trying to get that scent on him forever. Yes. Like a cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Nora, he's not washing those clothes. That's he doesn't right. want to lose the scent. Never. Hopefully left a fucking tidy whiteies and he's just going to be wearing them every night <laughs> with suspenders. On his head. Oh, Jesus Christ. Franklin's like, do you know who I am? Gets in Sam's face. And gets a nut shot just for that. I know what you are. A piece of shit. All right, everybody. So comes to an end another Christmas in July. And I just take the steering wheel back. All right, Griff. I hope everyone enjoyed Griffmas in July. We always learn a little bit more. and We learned what? We learned you don't know where New York is. Yes. We learned you were a horrible dog owner as a child. That's right. We learned that this is probably the first time you ever saw a naked woman on a movie. That's right. We learned a lot about I learned that. We learned that I probably wanted to be Mookie when I was a kid, too, because he was so close to Jean-Claude. Yes. We learned about my bike stunt skills because of this movie. Uh, I forgot to mention it, but during that frisbee flip gone through the picket fence, I used to do that move where you jump through the picket wow, fence. Wow, this was a... I've never heard you talk about this movie once, and it's like half of who you are as a human being came from this movie. It's incredible. It all came back to me as I was watching the movie. You suppressed it for some reason. I, I don't know if it was suppressed. It's just that's how memories work sometimes. You need it. You need them fucking charred. The same jarred. place you kept the location in New York City was the same place you kept this. Yeah, yeah, it was down there somewhere too. Uh, New York, New York. All right, so I'm back in control, and we're Griff. We're gonna do. Um, I don't think we've we've never done a movie by this actor, which is shocking because he is kind of an action movie legend. All right. I was going to do this movie over a year ago, but something happened to cause me to not do it, and I will explain next week why we did not do it a year ago. This movie, I don't, don't quote me, I don't know if this was the first movie to do it, but it was the move, first movie to perfect the cop who plays by his own rules, but he gets shit done. All right. Actor I'm talking about is Clint Eastwood. And the character I'm talking about is Dirty Harry Callahan. Of course. So we're going to do Dirty Harry next week. Yeah, I think that's our first Clint Eastwood movie. I believe it is. I mean, come on. We're, we're giving you John Claude and then Clint Eastwood? The script was punched up by John Milius. You know there's some great manly lines in it. I don't know if I'll get as manly as uh, uh Well, how can you top that? I don't know. So look for... How big dirt. is Clint uh, Eastwood's dick? We'll learn. Oh, we will. We'll okay, learn how big his gun is because he talks about his magnum, his wildy. Oh. I'm, I'm interested to see... How, have you ever seen Dirty Harry? I was just going to say, I, my late Uncle Randy, who is like the hunter, outdoorsman type, he loved Dirty Harry, and I only know this movie through his eyes, and it's the best movie ever. I'm going to be interested in how you're going to react to it because Dirty Harry is... I think inspired Seagal's character. Okay. In that every woman he meets wants to fuck Dirty Harry. I'm excited. But I think Clint Eastwood pulls it off. Okay. So I think we're going to have a good time with that. I, I'm excited to check it out. So 
Tune in next week for Dirty Harry. Griff, I'm going to let you, for one last time, finish this episode. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed Griffmas in July. I hope you liked all the gifts I got you this year. You know, I try, I try so fucking hard. I give you so much. I gave you so much of my heart this week. And next week, we give you more. Thank you. And until the next time, I'm listening. He's got a big penis. Free? He does. He was in the pond washing. He's got an average penis. How do you know? Because I saw it. Already? I don't want to hear any more about penises. Are you going to sleep in our bed? I said that's enough. No one's going to sleep in my bed except me.